Alright, welcome to episode 8 of Tumbling Podcast of Flesh. This is Corey's Crypt. This is BDG Reviews. Alright, man. So, uh, we've just entered our Stephen King month. Yep. So this episode we're doing Salem's Lot, and then obviously next Sunday we'll both have watched the It remake and uh, the OG It. Yep. So that's like episode I'm most excited for. Yeah, most definitely. Yeah, then after that we'll work it out. I'm sure we'll do Cat's Eye or the Pet Cemetery. Yeah. Or we'll, we'll figure it out. There's so many to choose from. Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> all right, before we get into our news and our uh, usual business, you picked up three copies of the OG It on Blu-ray. Yep, yeah, three copies. A, you want to do a giveaway, so just tell the listeners what's up with that, what they got to do. Yeah, so um, all you got to do, you just got to go to our website. It's uh, fleshpodcast.tk, and there's a link, just a little tab that says contest. Click on it. It'll take you to, um, uh, what is it, a raffle copter site that'll just tell you what you got to do. You just got to be uh, signed up to our um, our new Twitter, which is uh, um, Flesh Podcast. so, you know, twitter.com slash flesh podcast and just got easier, to, possibly to just link the twitter in the description of this video yeah i'll, I'll I, I think click the yeah. link and subscribe yeah and then you just gotta post a message with a hashtag flesh podcast at giveaway right. and uh you can enter every day and you can get you know more chances the more times you enter so awesome yeah, yeah, I'm sure you'll put the link and all the rules in the description. Yeah, definitely. So that'll be cool. I mean, yeah, it's one of my top favorite horror movies. I don't know about you, so. Oh yeah, I love it. Yeah, I love it's, it. It's cool <laughs> giving back to the uh, horror community. Uh, yeah, awesome movie. Yeah, but it's a benefit. The movie's so cheap too. Yeah, yeah, definitely. What was it? Seven eighty, I'm assuming. Um, eight bucks. Yeah. Yeah. All right, man. Do we have any other? Uh, important things to go over uh, before we run into usual business like I, extraordinary stuff um not really now we can just uh, can get into the news <laughs> yeah well it's good we're actually recording on schedule today yeah we're actually uh back on our regular routine yeah hurricane harvey and all the storms and stuff had us all out of whack last time yeah yeah, yeah. unfortunately <laughs> i think there's another hurricane coming Man, seriously? Yeah, it's all the way. It's like a Category 4. As of right now, they say it's going to bypass Florida, and it may, like, hit just the tip of it. But with hurricanes, you never know. That thing could, you know, tomorrow or the day after, it could say, it's heading straight towards Florida. But Yeah, and then just change course and go somewhere else. Yeah, but I've lived in Florida years, so you get used to it. Yeah. Dude, but, (laughs) I mean, from what happened to Texas, though, dude... That was yeah, that, that that was messed up. I mean, you know, um, street lights, up, street lights covered with water, basically. I know it's crazy. I saw a shot, and it showed um, like this part of the street, and it was from a couple of years back. Then it showed it today, and it's like, it's like a completely different country. Almost, it looks like a third world country. Yeah, it's you know, it's, it, it's, it's insane. It's one of those things where it's like. It's hard to even imagine going through that. Yeah. 
let's not dwell too much on the hurricane thing because this is a horror podcast for entertainment yeah. you know and we, there's enough we strive to real life stuff. horror there so <laughs> yeah this is more of an outlet to entertain and yeah talk about good stuff so yeah let's uh first piece of news is a huge one it doesn't seem to be taken as huge as i would have expected mm-hmm. but there's a trailer and there's stills out for jeepers creepers 3 yep yeah um the, the stuff's out there. It's just, um... The terrible like, news that, of course, it got pulled from theaters. Oh, man. Uh, it's the sort of thing. I, I get it. But... I do and I don't, man. I mean... I, I get it, but I don't really agree with it. I mean, essentially what you got is you got, like, a monster with Victor Salva. Let's be honest. I mean, but... A hugely talented director, though. Yeah, you know, and I mean, how many, I, I said this last week also, how many people work on a movie? It's it's in the hundreds. Yeah. So because of this, this one jackass, you know, these hundreds of people's effort, you know, is, is like relegated to like, uh, like Blu-ray and DVD, you know? Yeah. And what sucks, man, is the movie's really good. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, so I mean, it's I don't know. It's one of the it's a shame because this would have been the perfect month for it to come out because it's yeah. Besides it, in all honesty, it's one of the best clown movies out there. Yeah, it makes you wonder whether uh, Victor Salva should have like purposely, you know, taken his name off of it. Yeah, you know, or behind at, the scenes directed it or something. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, you know. Um, but the thing is, though, you got to look at it like this. You know, there's a lot of stuff like, what about Michael Jackson? I mean, yeah, it's uh, there's a lot of weird stuff going on there. But it's not like after the court dates of him molesting kids, it's not like everybody all of a sudden was like, all right, we're never gonna listen to a Michael Jackson song or. Yeah. It's the same, but it isn't, but it is the same. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. you're still supporting. So, I don't want to get all into it all, but, you know, for, to me, it's kind of like, you know, the dude should be able to release what he wants. You know what I mean? The, the, yeah. There's a reason the dude ain't in prison, A. And B, even if he did, or there was something that happened, you know what I mean? Yeah. People have done their time. It's been years and years since it's happened. The kid who this all even happened to. Uh, mm. when he, he actually went on Facebook or Twitter or wherever it was and said he, uh, he actually had nothing to do with the pooling. He, he I, I don't remember the exact words, but basically saying he doesn't think it's right that the people that love the movies yeah. have to miss out on it. Yeah. So he's actually kind of, it sounded more like he was pushing, like if you wanted to see the movie in theaters, you should still have the right to do that, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's one of those strange situations, but I mean, in all, like, uh, legally speaking, you know, he's perfectly within his rights to make movies. Yeah. You know, he's perfectly within his rights to make money from those movies, you know, um... I don't I I don't know how to feel about it really. And isn't it weird to you too that Jeepers Creepers one and two both mm. were released theatrically? Yeah, it's After it's like all that. It's weird, man. Yeah, it's like no one really seemed to care back then. Yeah, I don't know. 
All I know is I'm uh, excited for it. At least I know it's done. And Yeah, and it will get a release, release yeah. you know. Just yeah. not as big a release as it deserves. Yeah, it's not one that I would have had to rush to see in theaters anyways. No, no, but you know, it it would it would have been nice to have had the option. Yeah. I don't like um, other people deciding for me what I can and can't see in the theater. Yeah. Are you a big fan of the two Jeepers Creepers or no? I like the first two Jeepers Creepers. I like the first one a hell of a lot more than the second. I'd go on to say the first one's a modern classic. It is, definitely. It was the first, uh, like, real monster movie that there's been the in a long time. Yeah. Hell, hell, even, like, when you go back into the 90s, even, you know, everything was, like, pretty much, like, you know, like the... With the 90s, though, you could still neo sloshers and, and stuff like that. But. Yeah, but, you know, like, there was nothing, there was no new big monster out, you know? Yeah. Until the Creeper came along, you know, and it was just something new and different. Yeah, I wonder if this still has the uh, tag li- or the subtitle of Cathedral or whatever. I don't know. I mean, um... Remember that's what it was called yeah, for a while? It, yeah, it was called that for a while, and then, um... Then there was, there was talk about, like, it was gonna be, like, a sequel. Then there was talk that it was gonna be, uh... Like, in between the first two movies. That's what I hear it is, that it... I, yeah, I still it's kind of like 1.5. Yeah. That's kind of cool. You see, I'd like to see that, you know? Yeah, um, the second one, I think, was literally on the last day of the feeding or something. Yeah. Yeah, and then there was talk that they were going to do one where it was going to be, like, you know, the 27 years later or whatever. Yeah. You know, and um, there was there was that, and then there was talk about them doing a prequel at one point, which would have took place in the Old West. Yeah. That, well, that would have been cool. I, I would love to see that, you know. Yeah. Um, there's not enough horror westerns. Definitely. You know, they go together so well, but it's just, you know. Well, one of my first episodes on my YouTube channel was mm-hmm. the horror westerns. Yeah. I, I, I like them. Very few, like Ghost Town is obviously I like a lot. Yeah. And then there's Dead Birds. and. Yep. I haven't yeah. seen Bone Tomahawk. People I have say it. it's really good, though. I have it, but I haven't got around to watching it yet. My dad's actually watched it and said it was pretty gory and everything, so... Yeah, you'll have to tell me how it is. Yeah, I think it I think it looks pretty good, you know? Um, did you ever see uh, The Burrowers? No, but I heard it's decent. That, that I was remember seeing good, the cover yeah. everywhere. Yeah. You know, that was one... I, I bought that, like, not as a blind buy. I'd heard of it before and everything. But, you know, I thought... I. I'd never watched any trailers or whatever, so I just kind of picked it up on a whim, and I, I really enjoyed it. You know, I thought it was good. It was kind of, oh, I, I kind of want to say almost like a darker version of Tremors. Wow. Have Except you, have you know, you seen not that Dead fake. Birds or no? With yeah, that yeah. Kid from Almost Famous, and it has a bunch yeah. of other people in it. Yeah, I, I dug it personally. I mean, um, it was a bit weird. Yeah, it was actually a little. It, the only down thing I was a little slow at times. I thought. Oh yeah, but I enjoyed Definitely. The, I enjoyed the premise of it. Yeah, I, I, I thought a, it was pretty good. <laughs> yeah, that had Michael Shannon in it before he was known at all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we definitely yep. need more horror westerns. Yeah. Well, what, there the, was the new show on HBO that uh, uh, Westworld. You heard of that, right? Yeah. Is yeah. That, would that be considered horror? Uh, I think it's more sci-fi than horror, but I think. 
you know, I guess it kind of you is put a it in the genre. Bit, yeah, yeah. Because the movie, you know? I think, is you could put you could put it in the horror section and nobody would complain. Yeah. But <clears throat> this yeah. next piece of news I have is one that I've heard about for years and years, so I don't put a whole mm-hmm. lot of stock into it. But the Crow reboot is happening again, and then the tagline that said Sony's serious about it this time. I I hope it is. I like the Crow series. I always have. Even the, you know, the video. Yeah. You know, I actually like the one with, what's his name, uh, um, from Terminator 2. Yeah. Oh, Edward man. Furlong. Yeah. I actually liked that one. Was that you know, Wicked it was kind Fire? of. Yeah. And, um, I always thought the third one, Salvation, was pretty good as well. Believe it or not, I like Salvation and Wicked Prayer better than I like City of Angels. I still like yeah. City of Angels, but. City of Angels is actually my least favorite out of all of them. I, I have to agree. I think only I mean, because City of Angels feels literally the exact same movie as the first step for step. Yeah. Yeah, it does. And you I know, really don't like Iggy Pop. I don't like Iggy Pop as a singer, an actor, <laughs> or as a human being. Uh, <laughs> I, I always found it funny once. I was watching, um, what's his name, uh, Henry Rollins. I like him, though. He's badass. Eddie, Eddie, yeah, he was talking to me. He says, um, the king of rock and roll is alive and well. His first name, Iggy, last name, Pop. And he goes, you could take all the drugs that Elvis did in his entire career, put them in, in, in a big bowl. Iggy Pop, Pop would, like, drink that bowl and then go out on stage and do a show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's, he's a trip. Yeah, he's kind of a bit of an odd one, to say the least, you know. Yeah. I like Henry Rollins a lot. I mean, oh, if I'm just I, yeah. talking music and acting wise. Oh yeah, I mean, and his spoken word stuff is like can oh, be hilarious. hilarious. Yeah. yeah, there was one thing I saw on YouTube where he's talking about modern music. This was <laughs> a like DJ dickhead or something like that. He was <laughs> he was going on about it and it was hilarious. Yeah, he's a he's a he's an he's an interesting guy. He always has been, you know. Yeah. Yeah. But back to this crow <laughs> thing. Yeah, the last time they said there were, because you know they've been talking about the crow for years and for years and years. years. Yeah, this is one of those things that's been going on longer than the Friday the Thirteenth, you know, reboot. Yeah, but this uh, the last part I heard was probably a year ago was that Bradley Cooper was going to be playing Eric Draven, or ah. the crow <laughs> character. Yeah, and uh, that sounds awful. Yeah, it kind of does. <laughs> I last think he's I too heard, famous now. Last I heard was they were thinking of uh, Jason Momoa. I I do remember hearing that too. Actually, it, it would be interesting. You don't think he's like in too way, buff, too big? I, you know I, what I mean? think that might be the problem. I think you, you know? need a more scrawny, not scrawny, but a more. Uh... Well, when when you looked at Brandon Lee in the original, you know, you know he he was ripped obviously because you know Bruce Lee's son, he's well, got yeah. the, the genetics there, you know, but he would he looked like a normal guy. Yeah, what it needs to you be, know? I hate to say this, because I'm a huge fan of the movie, you are, I'm, yeah. there's tons, my mom's a huge fan of the movie, Yeah. It's uh, but I always feel like I, I should be like standing in Hot Topic or something when I'm watching that movie. I don't <laughs> I, know if I you know, have those in Canada. Mean. Yeah, yeah. But almost like I should be wearing like a Nightmare Before Christmas shirt, like, you know, Yeah. standing yeah. in Hot Topic. But, uh... <laughs> 
I don't know. I, it's I a, definitely it, know what you mean. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's. I don't know if it could transfer well now. I think they need to make it a lot more gritty, because it yeah. almost feels like something that would have to be in the '90s. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think they need to. I think they need to give up on the idea of like remaking it. Yeah. And just do a, a completely new story. pro story. Yeah. Or just cover just, another chapter in the comics. You know what I mean? Yeah, because I mean, you know the. The mythology's already there. Yeah, you could... It's you one know? of those things you could put it in... You could put it in the colonial times. You could put it in the West. You could... Oh, yeah, you could put it anywhere. Yeah, it's... Yeah, I- I'd like any, to see... Any one. time, there's always crows that would be leading somebody to revenge, you know, so... Oh, yeah. I'd like to see something with, like, a different culture. You know, I'd like to see, like, a crow from, like, China or Japan or something. That'd be cool. I couldn't you know, imagine him doing it, though. No. I'd love it, to it, see, like, a, a Crow movie, but, like, maybe call it the Crow Dark Ages or something. And it's yeah. in, like, the medieval time, like the King Arthur times. That would, would be have, cool. you know, a Crow character in that time. Yeah. That'd be, like, the perfect subtitle, Dark Ages, too. It would, yeah. Or would it, would it be a good time? It'd be, like, around, like, the, the witch trials. The Salem oh, witch trials yeah, and everything. That'd be, that'd be perfect. Mean, yeah, I mean, think of it. You'd get this guy or even a girl that comes back or whatever, and they'd be like, they're a witch, burn them, and they burn them, and then they just kind of, like, get up out of the fire, and they're like, yeah, that didn't work. It just sucks these uh, production companies aren't that smart or creative, you know? Yeah, and I mean, it it shouldn't be that hard, really. Yeah. I mean, to come up with something that people haven't seen before, especially when you have, like, a backstory as rich as, like, The Crow, yeah. You can literally almost do anything with it. Yeah, it, it's basically like Spawn, pretty much, you know what I mean? You could put yeah. Spawn in literally any setting, and they've done it. Yeah. So, it is what it is. Yeah, I, I, if it I, happens, I'll see it, because I love them, but... Yeah. I've I always wondered how uh, Rob Zombie's version would have turned out, because there, the there, yeah, there was talk about him doing a remake of it. It probably um, would have been good. He would have made it more exploitive, probably, but... Oh, definitely. <laughs> and everyone would be jerks, but, you know. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I'm trying to think of who would do good in a Crow reboot, and, uh... I can't, like, think of anybody new and upcoming off the bat that could do it good. You know who no, I think would work? And, you know, well, he's an older actor now, but, um, Johnny Depp. As the Crow? Yeah. I, I think know. he, I think, I think he could make that work, because you know, when you, when you look at his um, body of work, yeah, he's done all sorts of different characters and everything, you know. See, and my opinion, I, I think he could have bring, but he would, he would always be Johnny Depp, wouldn't he? Yeah, that's what I was about to say. I, I think you need someone, not a complete unknown, but not someone as famous, like. Yeah. The name that comes to mind to me that would be a good crow you may laugh at, but for some reason I feel like Dane DeHaan Dane has DeHaan? Oh, yeah. has the look and kind of vibe for it. He has that dark kind of, uh, you know what I mean? Like the, yeah. a lot of those yeah. actors get those mysterious vibes or whatever. Or whatever. He, yeah. He seemed like he'd be a good one. He's, I don't know. While we're on it, what, who would you think would make a good villain in it, actor-wise? Uh, well, with the crow, I mean, the villains was a whole mob of people, you know. Yeah, but you know, you always add the one. Yeah. The one main like bad guy or whatever. Old guy. 
Yeah. Um, I mean, really, anybody could be one. I'd like to see Steve Buscemi as like oh, a seriously active awesome. villain. Like no, no comedy, no, no clumsiness. Just to see Steve Buscemi as yeah. just evil. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. Well, uh, like when he was in, um, what was it? Was it Con Air? He was in where he played like a. See, that was still comedic, though, you know what I mean? It was, you know, but he had, like, well, like, I think it was, like, a pedophile thing he had yeah. going on or something, and it, it just was kind of creepy, you know? Yeah, but um, with The Crow, you'd have to have zero comedy. And I think oh, if, definitely. I definitely. think Buscemi has the look where if he was to play, like, a killer or a rapist perfectly serious, yeah, it'd be really creepy because he's a weird-looking dude, you know? Oh, yeah. Well, my, my thought of right away went to uh, Matthew McConaughey. I could see it. It, it yeah, I could see you know, it. Have to... As like uh almost like as like a mob type guy, you know? Like more so than like you know like in the first one, you know that long it was like this, guy. Yeah, and it was just kinda of like this like little crime gang sort of thing. Yeah. But you know, think of uh Matthew McConaughey and have him as like the leader of like a proper crime syndicate. Yeah. You know, I think he could pull that off because he can do menacing quite well. Yeah. It's you know? a, yeah, definitely. I mean, they should do it. I mean, it's, a, it's, it, it's, I feel like it would do right. good, but you never yeah. know. There's been direct-to-video sequels that didn't do good, so that name could be tarnished. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I almost wish they'd um, hand the, the reins over to the guy that wrote the original graphic novel. James O'Barr. Yeah, and just, just let him do something with it, you know? I mean, it's his story originally. Yeah. He might look back at it now and say, hey, you know, there's this, this, and this that I'd, I'd do differently. Yeah, definitely. You know? Uh, I love yeah. the Crow I love that scene that keeps popping ahead. Remember when he goes to that pawn shop? He puts the roll of quarters in his shotgun or whatever? Oh, yeah. yeah that was badass, <laughs> man. But uh, let's move on to the next part of news. Yep. This is just something quick I wrote down because I thought it was cool. Did you ever play the game Until Dawn? Or do you, you don't have a PS4 though? No, no, I've seen I've seen it all played though. All right, but you know, but there's a prequel coming soon. Really? Yep. I oh think... yeah, yeah, I heard about that. Um, about something about like a an asylum or something, right? Yeah, it's it's a prequel to it. I I don't know much about it. I'm assuming it's gonna be the origin of the killer, because uh, <clears throat> I really liked Until Dawn. Yeah, I mean, I it was one of those things, since I don't have a PS4, I've never had a chance to play it. Yeah. But, you know... Dude, you're I, missing out on so many exclusives not having one. I know. Like I think got Hideo Kojama's new game. The, oh, yeah. Uh, uh, Death Stranding with Guillermo del Toro and... Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. Yeah, it's the sort of thing... Um, I'm sure eventually I'm going to pick one up. Yeah. No, I picked up a PS3 simply so I could play um, The Last of Us. Did were you, you that know? impressed with it? I loved it. Yeah, I liked it, but I, I loved it I, just, I just because liked it. I liked it just because of the the opening scene. Yeah, that was awesome. You, know, you spend this where like you, you know, just control her head basically while she's in the car and yeah, and then you know it's like, and then she gets shot, and I'm like, well, damn. Yeah. <laughs> You know, it was, like, a really good scene. I think my problem was with it is I was always Xbox until the PS4 generation. Yeah. And um, the 
see, I never played it. I remember hearing about all the hype, and then remember they put out a Game of the Year edition yeah. for PS4, and it had all the DLC and everything. Yeah. And I ended up playing it, and this was even right as the trailer was announced for Part 2. Oh, yeah. So, I've, it was just, and then I put it in, and I beat it, and it just, it didn't live up to the hype to me. Yeah, um, I dug it, but, you know, it's not, it's not the end-all, be-all of, yeah. like, you know. See, I've said on many a times, I'm zombied out, though. Like, yeah. I can't even watch zombie stuff, you know? I just have no zero interest in zombies. I, I know what you mean. I mean, they've kind of overtaken, like, everything, you know? Yeah. It's like, like we don't have any ideas for this. Put zombies in it. Yeah. It's like, okay. Yeah, I told myself <laughs> if I watch anything zombie now, it's got to be, uh, like, old school, like, Burial Ground or something from the 70s or 80s, you know? Yeah. Yeah, back when it was... Not new, but it was... Yeah. It was freshly out of the grave, to say the least. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah. This next piece of news blew me away when I saw this, and not in a good way. Okay. I guess... You remember how Blair Witch was revealed? It was uh, shown at a festival, and when the audience walked out of the theater, all the posters were up? Yeah. For Blair Witch? Yeah. They did that same reveal, but guess for what movie? For what? A sequel to Gallows. Oh, yeah, I heard about that. What well, I heard the that there was a sequel dude? to The Gallows. Who uh, the hell wanted another sequel to The Gallows? I, I thought the thing bombed. It did. It completely bombed. Um, Is this now people know what to expect? So we're going to... I don't understand this at all. I don't know. I don't know whether they're going in a different direction with it or something. Because, I mean, you know, I didn't mind it. I thought yeah. it was okay, but, you know, um, the Blu-ray has the original cut on as well as the theatrical cut. Yeah, I like the and, idea behind it, like the yeah. school play that went bad or whatever. Yeah, yeah, and the, the original cut works a hell of a lot better than the theatrical cut. The theatrical sure. cut adds weird stuff in that just kind of makes it lose it. Okay. You know, like, uh, like the I whole... I haven't even seen it, because I heard it was that yeah. terrible. I'll, I'll say this. Um, if you can find it cheap, give it a shot. I mean, it's the, especially the, the original version. Yeah, I think I see it you know? in the $5 Bennett Wally all the time. For, for that, pick it up. You know, you'll, it's, it's enjoyable enough for that. Is it just the know? Blu-ray that comes with the original? I don't cut, know. I or does the I, DVD have it, too? I think the DVD might have it as well. I'll just take a look online and see. I was going to say, I only see the DVD at Walmart, usually. Yeah, um, I'll just take a look. Uh, yeah, because the original cut is essentially all, pretty much all, like, found footage type thing, you know? Yeah. Where the, the other one sort of, like, intercuts and stuff, and I don't know, it's kind of weird. The gallows. You know, it, it, it was neat, you know? Yeah. Um, had an interesting premise and everything. Uh, but since you've seen it, is it bizarre to you that they made a second one? And they it, it unveil is. it like it's something special, you know? Yeah. I like mean... Blair Witch, you could understand a secret unveiling. Yeah. Because it has the hype around it. It's the Blair Witch. It's many, But the gallows... Like, if I would have walked out of the theater and saw the posters, I would have laughed. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of like, um, 
I I don't get it. Yeah. You know, I mean, I would have thought you know maybe direct to video or something, but um, I don't. Yeah. I, I wouldn't weird. have expected uh, you know, a theatrical release of it. Yeah. All I remember is not hearing one good. You're the first person that's I've ever heard give it a good review. Yeah, so. I mean, it, it's not great by any stretch of the imagination, but it's not, you know, the complete abomination people say it is. If you watch it in pitch black alone, will it creep you out at all or no? A bit. All right. There are scenes... Because that's what I love little... for, man. If it has yeah. a few creepy parts, I'm down. Yeah, there's there's a couple of scenes that will just really kind of get you, you know? Um, but like I said, you you, you kind of need to see the the original cut yeah let's see here dvd uh i'm trying to see if there's like a picture of like the back cover of the dvd you can see if i can't i can't tell yeah yeah i i can't i can't tell if it's uh if the DVD has it or not, um, you know, yeah, the the theatrical cut is kind of, I don't know, I want to say more, I guess, like audience friendly. You know, they like explain stuff too much and everything, and show too much. Yeah. You know, where the original was more, um, more left to your imagination, almost. Okay, I'd rather have that. Yeah, uh, let's take a look here. But yeah, I'm gonna, I'm done, I'll, I'll pick it up, I'll, next time I go to Wally, I'll pick up the first Gallows, check it out. Yeah, for like five bucks or whatever, that's, you know, you can't complain, yeah. it, it's not, it's not horrible at that, you know? Yeah, I may end up liking it, so... Yeah, I mean, um... It's it's the sort of thing, it's... It is what it is, you know? It, like, no one's... it's No one's gonna say it's gonna win an award for, like, Best Picture or anything. But, you know, if you just want, like, a... Kinda semi-creepy little... Yeah, I remember know. there was a lot of hype when the trailers were out. Like, a lot of people yeah. were hyped about it, but... Yeah... I can't. I can't see anything about the DVD as to whether it has the the original cut on or not. But you know, I'll just I'll just keep my eyes peeled for the Blu-ray of it. If you know yeah. for sure it has it. Oh yeah, the blue the Blu-ray has it. Um, I, I wonder how much that's going for nowadays. Probably. I bet you dirt cheap here. The I'm I'm quite sure. Yeah, because I mean, uh, let's see here, Gallows. Open up, yeah. It's going for seven eighty eight on Amazon. Yeah, I'll pick it up next order I make. Just yeah. as like a little add on. Yeah, yeah. Here, the the Gallows, the original version, the same story shot guerrilla style. This feature length version is what caught the attention of Hollywood producers and ultimately led to the Gallows to world to theaters worldwide. So that version you say is better than the one came out to theaters? Yeah, definitely. Okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, it was just, you know, it, w- it was a tighter story and everything. I mean, 
did it feel like they just added a bunch more stuff to put it into theaters and make it yeah yeah essentially it's it feels to me like they took what would have been a fun little like low budget you know like direct to dvd or blu-ray type thing added some scenes and said okay well we'll put it in theaters now yeah yeah this next piece of thing it's not really horror but i figured i'd just say it so people know Close Encounters of the Third Kind is getting 4K screenings all week. Yep. You going to see it or no interest? Nope. <laughs> yeah, I have no interest in it either. You know, I, I've got the Blu-ray of it, and honestly, um, I've watched it. I I respect it as a film. Yeah. But I don't, I don't really enjoy it. Yeah, neither do I. It's... It's alright. It's one yeah. of those things, like, you can you got to appreciate it, but it's not one I'd dying yeah. to go back to no so i just figured I i'd say that for people who are interested in it yeah um, yeah <laughs> this next thing is uh, mgm over here it seems like every year they put out the same movies with you know they put those little cardboard little cardstock yeah things they glue them on the front to make <laughs> oh, it look yeah. like it has a brand new release but it's just yeah. a little card glued not not even a new cover it's a card glued to it yep yeah, they did it. They always do it with Child's Play, uh, yeah. all those, and yeah. Carrie. Well, the, now they're doing it again, but yep. the, now the new one style is the Mexican like voodoo glow skull look. Yeah, I I have to admit I kind of like how it looks. Yeah, but you know, just for the for like a card, I wouldn't get it. You know, yeah. if they if they redid all the artwork, like yeah. if it was a completely redone packaging and everything, cover and stuff. Yeah, you see, that would be cool. You yeah, know? but I hate but, I hate that the fact yeah, that they just take the old slap. stuff and. But I yeah. guess it's cool for people that don't have it. Yeah. So that's a plus, but I figured I'd throw that out there because there are some collectors that like to own every single copy of their big yeah. movies, you know. So here's another version of Child's Play and Carrie and Killer Clowns. Yeah. For you. I mean, I got to admit the the cover that they have for uh, what's it called? Um, the I like the one they have for um, Black Swan. Yeah, that one I think looks really good. And I may also, because I don't even own Black Swan. Yeah, it, it's it's going to be cheap enough, so you know, definitely yeah. it's. Those, worth they it. always have those at Walmart and everything on October. Yeah. Yeah, the Black Swan one I think looks really good, and uh, there was another one too. I'm just bringing it up right now to see aren't which there one. Movies it was. that aren't even horror at all, or well, let's see here. There's um, or are they all horror? Well, it's 28 Days Later, yeah, Abraham that's... Lincoln, Vampire Hunter, Black Swan, Carrie, Child's Play, Devil's Do, The Fly from 1986. Devil's Do? Yeah, that's the Fly the... is always one they put out. They always do that one. Yeah, that's and you know that's just the always kind of a good movie. I could yeah. I did not expect that one. No, they uh, probably they probably need to get rid of them. The stock they got of it. It it could definitely be you know that you know they just we have too many. Yeah. We'll get rid of them. Uh, the remake of the the Hills Have Eyes. That's kind of cool. Yeah. Uh, Jeepers Creepers, Jennifer's Body, Joyride, Killer Clowns from Outer Space, The Other Side of the Door. Uh, the 2015 Poltergeist. Ugh. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Return of the Living Dead. 
Victor Frankenstein, Wrong Turn. Victor Frankenstein? Yeah. That's got to be another one. They need to get rid of them things. I'm sure. And uh, (laughs) Young Frankenstein. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, Devil's Due, Victor Frankenstein, and there was one more you said that... Poltergeist 2015. No, but I can understand that. But there's one more, though, that completely surprised me, but whatever. But, yeah, I mean, those are yeah. cool for the people that don't have them. I'm sure they'll be oh, like yeah. six or seven bucks, so. Yeah, like, but like I said, you know, the Black Swan one looks good. I'm actually going to uh, pick up Jennifer's Body, too, because I don't have that movie at all. And I hear that, it's actually okay. That That's actually a really fun movie. I mean, as long as, you know, you go into it not expecting, you know. Who has that chick no. in it? Uh, oh, my God. what's What's that girl's name? Uh, yeah. Yes, yeah, so I'm not expecting a whole lot. No, I mean it's it, it's one of those things. It's not a great movie. Tell me this, but, it, me but it's ex- a good movie. Tell me if I'm expecting right here something mm-hmm. Tales from the Crypt feeling. Like, could it be a long Tales from the Crypt episode or something? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I'm expecting some that, campiness, definitely. some fun to it. You know. Yeah, it's it's quite good. You know, I got to admit. You know, and that's a nice looking cover too. Yeah, I'll pick it up just because I don't and, have and it. And the Joyride cover is magnificent. Yeah, that's just so cool. You know, with that's... that uh, the Hills Have Eyes remake. Yeah, it's hard. To, I would pick that up normally, but believe it or not, I don't have a copy of that movie. I've seen really? it a ton of times, yeah. but you know, the I see it in FYE. Next time I go, I'm gonna pick it up because it's like 15. Mm. But have you seen that little tiny box set they got? Where it has Hills of Eyes one and then part two, the remake. Yeah. And yeah. then like a a big they're actually in a box set type thing. Yeah, yeah, I've got yeah. that. It's a it's a good good little set really. Yeah, for fifteen bucks it looks really nice. Oh yeah. Yeah. And it's nice to have like actual A you box know, to slip them in. Yeah. yeah. You know, I mean uh it, it it's not like super expensive quality box you know but um no but i like that instead you know, of like yeah, a lot just, of the times they'll just put them all in one case you know yeah like i mean jeepers creepers yeah you know it, it's nice to have each to have their own disc case yeah. and then they all slide into one thing yeah yes yeah, so i'm gonna i am gonna pick that up real real soon yeah this, that's, that's worth it <laughs> yeah this next piece of news i'm really excited for man Okay. Uh, I know we talked about it a little bit on one of the previous episodes, but Scream Factory's second original film premiered on demand on the first, which was two days ago. And uh, cool. I think it should have a Blu-ray and DVD release in the next month. And have you heard of that movie Jackals? Yeah. Like Scream Factory original about yeah. a home invasion. I think it's going to be pretty damn sweet, i got to admit. Yeah, it looks like you're next mixed with The Strangers. Yeah. And Scream Factory's only other original movie was Fender Bender. Yeah. And I loved Fender Bender, man. Yeah. I love it. So I'm really excited for this. So. Yeah. Well, it's the sort of thing. I mean, Scream Factory, like they are like a horror company. Yeah. You know. Isn't so it they weird? they've been around all these years, and this is their only second time doing that. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, it's like, let's be honest, when they were originally just Shout Factory, yeah, no one really cared. Yeah, they weren't on my radar at all when they no, were just and, Shout. But, 
but then Scream Factory came along, and then, like all of a sudden, it's like they're making big waves in the horror industry, and you know we we take notice. Arguably, you could say they're the first in the U.S. You know, yeah, because Arrow came. Well, Arrow was around before them, but nowhere in the U.S. No, just in Britain and stuff. Yeah, um, I mean, I think we always had like Kino and stuff, but yeah, Scream Factory put the idea of putting exclusive art and all that. You know, yeah, and, and I, I, I always liked that they they essentially took over from um, like Anchor Bay. Back in the days of when DVD first started coming out, Anchor Bay always used to give you the, you know, the loaded discs, tons of features and everything. Yeah. And and then it went to like Blue Underground. They were doing that. N- nowadays, you know, um, None Anchor of them Bay were giving you the reversible yeah. art or anything no, like that. Though. No, nothing like that. You know, it, it's nice to. It's this is the reason why people still buy media. Yeah. You know, when you go all out with a release, you know, it gives us reason to to pick it up. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Even if it's just a new image on the front, you know? Yeah. But uh, <laughs> this next piece of news, which I'm kind of excited for, too, this show coming called Castle Rock with a you know, Stephen King show. Yeah. Did you hear yeah. uh, Terry O'Quinn got casted as one of the main people in it? No, I didn't hear that. Yeah, he's he just got cast as one of the leads, and I love Terry O'Quinn. That's cool. Have, you know who he is, right? Yeah, I, th- I think so. Certain stepfather. Yeah. Yeah, dude. He, yeah. He, he played a really good villain in those movies. So. Yeah. I, uh, uh, I'm excited be for cool. that. Yeah, I I want to see what they what they do with it. You know, like the whole idea of the show and everything. Yeah. Um, I wonder if it's going to be an anthology or what it. I, I don't know. I mean, the thing is, I've noticed with, like, Stephen King stuff, you know, when, when they make, like, a standalone, like, series or whatever, you know, like, its own thing. Yeah. It They, they tend to be pretty good, you know, when they're not adapting one of his stories or whatever. Yeah. You well, know? There's a lot of things to look forward to here. We got Gerald's Game coming to yeah. uh, Netflix, which I haven't read the book, but... I no. actually surprisingly have it for some reason. Yeah, I, I know what you mean. Yeah, <laughs> I got I, it too, but never read it. Yeah. Do you have the cover too, where it's the uh, the uh, a bedpost, and the bedpost yeah. is like something carved into the bedpost, like two bodies or something. I think so. Some, yeah, I remember his handcuffs to a bedpost or something. And, yeah, and yeah. It was, and I think the cover is <laughs> pink. I think or, or red or pink. Or yeah, something. red or pink, something like that. But anyways, but I'm kind of excited for it, you know. Yeah, well... The, the last show, that Mr. Mercedes... Yeah. That's on a channel I've never even heard of. And on t- yeah. it said, uh, like, AT&T presents Mr. <laughs> Mercedes. And it literally says that, like, on the ad for it. Yeah, It says, like, I... AT&T original series, and I'm like... I don't know. Yeah. Just don't see. I don't know. The whole thing seems bizarre, so I didn't even check it out. Yeah, I, I, I've, I haven't seen anything of Mr. Mercedes, but you know, it, it seems a strange choice. I always found to be to the, for them to make into a series. Yeah, and then it's like check. It's like watch Mr. Mercedes on the Ovation Network. It's like what the yeah. hell is the Ovation Network? Like, I, yeah. Like, there's too many weirdo things going on with it to where I'm like, I'm good. 
Yeah. Like if I, I see I, it on DVD, I'll pick it up. Yeah, I'll wait for the DVD or Blu-ray. Um, but I like this idea we'll of Castle you know. Rock just because I don't really know exactly what it is. It's just all town all those books take place in. Yeah. You know, and like hopefully that's something that they work into it. You know, the fact like different stories are going on in different parts of the town and everything. Yeah. It's a, uh, yeah, I hope there's, I'm sure there's going to be a lot of Easter eggs to all the books. And you got J.J. Abrams so, yeah. involved in it, so. I mean, well, that's, yeah. yeah. So you know there's going to be stuff with him. Yeah. Yeah. And then this <laughs> next piece of news was something you brought up earlier. Mondo releasing 30th anniversary Steelbook Blu-ray. They're releasing an exclusive poster and uh, the final soundtrack to yep. Hellraiser. And I'm going to pick up all three. That's cool. I mean, I, I love how that, that like... The, that artwork looks. Yeah, I was I was reading real up on simple it. and just yeah oh, muted yeah. colors. I was yeah I was reading up on it and I guess the guy I don't remember the guy's name but the guy who drew that mm-hmm. said there's countless artwork out there of Pinhead but he said he wanted to focus on the cold almost emotionless type aspect of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So he did a good job. I really dig the artwork. Yeah, it, it's it's beautiful. It really is. You know. Um, Hellraiser's one of those things, I think, that always... They have a tendency when they do a Hellraiser cover, for example, to stick Pinhead on it, you know, like in, with, like, blood and everything. Yeah. Like, like when you think of the original cover, you know, he's there with the rips in him and everything. I love, um, love that uh, cover, though. So do I. <laughs> but, you know, it, it's not really... Like, if you see that cover and you've never seen the movie, you know, you, you would you're think... you a slasher. Yeah, and like this is this guy's going to be in there. He's going to be walking down the street, slashing people up, and everything. That's and part three. Yeah, you know, you know, um, I've always liked. Well, well, I've always kind of been a fan of like classy covers. Yeah, the simplicity. Yeah, and that's a classy cover. Yeah, definitely. You know, it really I'm the same is. Same way with you know? shirts and stuff too. I like the more simplistic, yeah. classy look. Yeah. Like I don't like stuff that's too loud or too gaudy. Like. Yeah. But I do got to say that OG Hellraiser image is amazing. Yeah. And I got to say, too, the vinyl, or not vinyl, not vinyl, but the score in general to Hellraiser. Oh, it's beautiful. That bell, it's like a... Oh, yeah. I love that, man. Yeah. I mean, it's it's the sort of thing... I've always come to the conclusion, if you can take a movie, and you can take the music from it, and put it to any other movie, and it makes that movie ten times better... Yeah. That that's a hell of a score. And yeah. and that's the thing with the Hellraiser score. Put that in anything else and that movie you know, just by sheer fact of it being near Hellraiser, it gets pulled up a level. Yeah. And the cool thing too with Hellraiser is it's one of those movies where Hellraiser three is you know, I say a lot of movies are my favorite, but yeah. if I was to put a top three I've also said Hellraiser three is yeah. in it. I mean, I, I like it better than the first two. I know a lot of people don't want to shoot me over that, but <laughs> it's uh, it's just the way it is. But uh, but Mondo, their Steelbook, I've only seen one Steelbook they put out, and that was Ghost in the Shell. Yeah, and, and that was that was a really nice Steelbook too. Yeah, you saw it, right? It had like a yeah. th- it had a thick plastic slipcase to it. It's yeah, really, I, it was. I really dig those. You know, I like that too because this is the. Big problem I have with steel books 
is they it get scratched quick and scratched and stuff. Yeah. Where you saw how thick that sleeve was, right? Oh yeah, that was it's like like, good, like the, you know two millimeter, three millimeter thick. Yeah, you know that Batman plastic, animated you know? series box set. Yeah, it's like, it's that. like that basically. Yeah, and that's what I like, and the fact that it's clear, it doesn't have anything on it except yeah. the Mondo logo. Yeah. So that would look well, awesome on that Hellraiser yeah. uh, cover. Oh, definitely, definitely. Yeah, I I think it's going to be pretty kick-ass, i got to admit. Um, I, I hope there's somewhere around here where they have it, because I'll, I'll double-dip for that. I really hope they do, too, because that Ghost in the Shell one I see in yeah. stores to this day. Like, I was yeah. in Target, and uh, uh, I think Best Buy still have them. That's cool. They're I like mean, you 30 know, bucks, though. I, yeah, that's pushing it a little bit. For Hellraiser, I'll do it, though. Yeah. Well, I tell you what, I was in uh, Walmart today, yeah. and they have that, you know those, um, the Scream Factory steelbooks for um, the John Carpenter stuff? Yeah. They have... Uh, boring, though, dude. I, I know, they're not very good-looking <laughs> covers. But you know, they had one of um, Escape from New York. Yeah. And it was like it was like twenty three bucks, you know. And I'm like, you know what? I like Escape from New York, but I'm not. I could buy the the Blu-ray on its own for maybe about like, you know, twenty. Or, you know, or you it's not worth it the, for this. Or you could go with the old Blu-ray and get it for six. Yeah, and from what I know, it's pretty much identical. Yeah. Well, quality-wise, you know, I mean, I, obviously You're there's more features. More features. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but, you know, for six bucks, right? You can't complain. Yeah. I'm not that big on the movie, to, to be honest. Man, it's I, it's getting all kind of controversial. I like the second one better. Only oh, yeah. because of yeah. Bruce Campbell's performance. I thought he was creepy <laughs> as hell. Yeah. I, I always, I don't know, I just always found um, Escape from New York to be almost like, when when you think of John Carpenter's filmography, it always seems to be kind of like, one on its own, you know? Yeah. Like, it's, it's like, here are all his movies, and over here is Escape from New York. Yeah. You know, it, it seems just different somehow than all the others. Maybe it's because, you know, it's essentially just like a sci-fi film. Yeah. It's not you horror. Know? It's kind of like a, no. The Little Trouble in China. Like an action. I love, I love that movie. <laughs> yeah, I like it better, too. Yeah. Yeah. But this next piece of uh, news is one of my favorite directors. I got his posters up all over my wall. Mm-hmm. Uh, Takashi Miike's yep. 100th film yep. is supposedly just batshit crazy, and it's yeah. like a fantasy horror mashup. Yeah, Blade of the Immortal. Um, yeah. From what I'm... I know, it was originally based on a manga. Yeah. And um, Some of yeah. his best movies are based on mangas, though. Yeah, exactly. I think it's going to rock. Yeah, man. He's one of my favorite directors. I've expressed that yeah. many times, so I'm not going to get into that. But No, but I, th- I think it's going to definitely kick ass. Yeah, he's... Yeah, I can't wait. His he's last... the right director for it, definitely. Yeah, I loved his last movie that was put out. I'm assu- Who do you think's going to put this out? Because Screen Factory put out his last movie. That yeah. Over Your Dead Body. Yeah, um... I don't know. I would. I would. I don't honestly, know if Blade of the Immortal sounds like something that would come out on Screen Factory, though. Honestly, my my first thought is Wellgo. Yeah, that's what I thought too. 
you know, because they certainly liked their, like, samurai and martial arts films and everything. Yeah. And also, with it being, like, uh, a Mike release, you know? Uh, yeah, think, that yeah. They obviously have to have some pool if they if they got Phantasm, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, because they haven't made a splash at all since that. No. So it's like, there's no way you're just going to release a heavy hitter like Phantasm and then disappear yeah. again. Yeah. You know, I, I, whoever gets it, I hope they do a good job. I hope they don't just stick it with like a bare bones, just the movie release. That, the, but in all honesty, that's usually what happens. With yeah. Hashimike because he, a he can't speak English. No. And he, it's you know it's across the world, so I don't really expect yeah. a whole lot when it comes to Asian movies, like uh the whaling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My, it's actually one of my favorite movies of all time now. Yeah. And, uh, there's not many features at all on it, but that's fine. No. Uh, especially with that, that's like almost like a three-hour movie. So, yeah. uh, you know, it has enough in it already. You know, I love that thing though. It is. We gotta We're gonna do have that to cover that, dude, because I've been trying. I want to watch that again too. Yeah, it's a great flick, a genuinely great flick. And I haven't seen it since it came out, and that was what middle of last year. Yeah. This <laughs> one, this next piece of news is really bizarre to me too. Okay. I saw the trailer. Vince Vaughn is playing like a skinhead type character. And have you have you seen the trailer for this? It's a mm-hmm. movie called Brawl in Cell Block Ninety Nine. No, title, I... <laughs> the title of it and the way it looks, the trailer. Mm-hmm. You know, like those old uh, exploitation like prison films, like yeah. Camp, uh, whatever. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, like yeah. that kind of stuff. I think that's what this is. The way the trailer looks, it looks like an homage to, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Exploitation prison movies, and Vince yeah. Vaughn looks badass in this. Well, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll see. I, I mean, mean, he did a good job with Psycho, so I can't imagine. No, I'm just kidding. But it's... He actually <laughs> did. You know what? I'm, I'm going to get some shit for this. I actually like the Psycho remake. You know what's funny, man? It's completely like pointless, but it works, and it's a well-shot movie. I agree with that, but there's only one reason why I agree with that. Yeah. It's because I saw the Vince Vaughn version before I ever saw the Anthony Perkins version. Yeah. And that was only because my mom was watching it when I was like a long, long time ago. Yeah. And I just happened to be sitting there watching it. So I always, when I thought of Psycho growing up, you thought of the, the, the remake, Vaughn, yeah. yeah. I mean, I mean it. It is. It's it's a complete shot for shot remake of the original. So yeah. of course it's going to be good that way. But you know, I think it's kind of, like I said, it's unnecessary. Yeah. But it's it's still a pretty good movie, honestly. Yeah. One thing I do got to say though, I've, after years watching them both now, mm-hmm. I do like Anthony Perkins better than Vince Vaughn though. Oh, definitely. I mean, um, there's just something, I don't know, kind of creepy about Anthony Perkins' portrayal of Norman Bates. Yeah, and I really like, I think Janet Leigh is a lot hotter than, was it Portia de Rossi in the remake? Um, It was Anne Heche, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, it was Ellen's wife or whatever for a while, but yeah, I think uh, Janet Leigh is a lot more attractive. Yeah. And I, and I mean, honestly, I mean, 
the problem with remaking something like Psycho is, you know, I, when, I saw it twice in the theaters. Yeah. The, the second time I went and saw it, it was in like a budget cinema, so like five bucks or whatever. So I, I went in, I'm watching it, and there are these two girls behind me. Yeah. And, you know, they're obviously young because at the end when Norman Bates' mother turns around and it's a corpse, they freak out. And and I remember just sitting there thinking, like, how do you not know that this is the ending of Psycho? Yeah. Like, I mean, everyone knows it. It's like, even if you haven't seen the movie, you know it. Yeah. That... You know, it was kind of weird, <laughs> to say the least. Yeah, I, I I do enjoy it, but yeah, when we we get when we get off this podcast, watch that trailer, man, and tell me what you think. Yeah, it I'll looks give it called a shot. Brawl and Cell Block ninety nine. It looks really good, man. Yeah, I'll take a look at that. And this next piece of news took me by surprise. It said, okay. "I got this off Bloody Disgusting." It says, "Annabelle Creation made more this year at the box office than Get Out." Yep. So same. everybody thought Get Out was the huge, huge moneymaker surprise hit of the year. Yeah, and it was Annabelle Grace. The Annabelle sequel made more than it. $253,375,598. That's crazy, man. It is. You know what I mean, a... I mean, I mean, it's good. Don't get me wrong. See, I, didn't watch, I, didn't, I didn't see it yet. Yeah, it, it, it's pretty good, but I, I don't know whether it's... Out. Well, they're very different movies. Yeah. You know? Um, I, I, I can see why it made more money, because, you know, it's more... How can I describe it? Like, like all like the little like horror fans that saw the first Annabelle will go see the second one. Yeah. You know? Where well, something always... like Get Out... To me, like what like younger people, you know, like middle school dates would go to, yeah, you know, for their yeah. friends and blah blah. It's nothing that I would take seriously and go see. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. Like I wouldn't put it on the same level as The Conjuring. No, no, not at all. Um, yeah, I mean, and also, I mean, there there was quite a bit of hype about Annabelle. Yeah. And you know, before Get Out came out, there was. I, I never heard anything about it. Did you? No, just that the Key and Peel guy yeah. was making a movie. I, yeah, and I remember thinking like, oh god. <laughs> you know what's <laughs> you weird know? though is I I like Get Out a lot. Yeah. I don't think it's as great. Like I didn't leave the theater like holy. Sh I I actually remember leaving the theater telling my buddy like, wow, that's what all that hype was about. Yeah. I mean, it, it was. It's. I don't know. It's just I. I can see why some people would be really enthralled with it it's a different thing yeah yeah you know but it's not the end-all be-all of movies you know yeah. you know what my favorite part of it was what was seeing that caleb landry jones in it ah. i really dig that dude for some reason <laughs> you know from uh he played the brother in the last exorcism yeah and then uh antiviral have you seen that I've I've got it. Haven't watched it yet. <laughs> oh, that's awesome, dude. We're we're yeah. gonna have to do a David Cronenberg month here eventually, yeah. where we'll cover all of David Cronenberg's movies. Yeah, we should definitely. have a bonus thing where we cover that movie because it's his son, you know. Yeah, 
but uh yeah all right, that's man, cool. and the last part of news i have i read that drew barrymore is developing a horror anthology or all-female horror anthology series well yeah, i mean it could work man you yeah don't, you don't could. have a single horror anthology series on i mean no american horror story i guess you could count but i'm not talking season thing i'm yeah. talking every episode's a different story yeah and drew barrymore um, has the horror clout to do it cat's eye yeah. Firestarter, scream yeah i mean you know i i i i wish her the best yeah no you i'm know, always I, down i hope it good. works yeah so you got any yeah. news before we go on to release yeah this? i just got three pieces of news uh one is uh stephen king is uh, working to get the rights back to The Dead Zone, Cujo, Creepshow, Children of the Corn, Cat's Eye, and Firestarter. And it looks like he'll be getting them back at the beginning of 2018. That's cool. Um, I, the only one I wish... Because if that's the case, I think you're going to see sequels to those movies a lot less often. Yeah. But to me, even if it's a terrible sequel... I'd still yeah. rather there be a sequel out, you know what I mean? Yeah. So that's what kind of yeah. worries me is if Steven... Because obviously he probably doesn't want any more shitty sequels coming out. Yeah. Because I think that's but, what I heard about Children of the Corn. Yeah. But the thing is, like I said, I'd rather have shitty Dimension sequels than have Stephen King hold on to them and we don't get any more because he yeah. doesn't approve of the quality, you know? I wonder also <laughs> if he doesn't maybe plan to write some more stories in these worlds yeah, because know. uh you know he got the rights back to the shining and then he did dr sleep right yeah and then you uh, know so um the dead zone you could do a lot of stuff with i mean they already oh, yeah. made a big television show out of it and stuff yeah i love the dead zone movie yeah with christopher that's that could be part of our cronenberg series. yeah yeah i mean i just really that's a, that's an excellent movie yeah, I haven't seen it in a long time. Yeah, I, I've always dug that one. Next bit of news is they're doing a season three of True Detective. Oh, I read I read about that. Yeah, and it's going to be directed by the guy that did uh, Green Room. That's awesome. I love Green yeah. Room, I love Blue Ruin, and I love Murder Party, so... Yeah, so, you know, um, that's going to be interesting. And that dude, and, that one thing i got to say about that, that director, Yeah, I, you've seen all of his movies, right? I've seen Green Room. Uh, I've, I think I've seen bits and pieces from his other ones. But you know how never... he has that really ultra-gritty, hyper-realistic? Yeah. Like, everything is super believable and gritty, dark. Yeah. That's what True Detective is about, so he's perfect. Yeah. It, it's gonna... It's. I think it'll definitely work. Yeah, That's. they picked the perfect director. He does true crime gritty real well. Yeah. And the last bit of news is uh, they've released the first uh, screenshot, if you will, of the the movie version of Ghost Stories, which is based on the the stage play. Ghost Story is this the? Uh, it's essentially like um, with Casey Affleck. No, no, that's just called Ghost Story. And what's this, this one, one called? Ghost Stories. Oh, okay. What this is, is the, there was a stage play called Ghost Stories, and essentially it was like an anthology stage play. 
Yeah. You went you went and saw the stage play, and they'd show. I think it was, I think it was four different tales, yeah. like ghost stories, and uh, they've been making a movie of it. They've got the first um, first look of it is out now, and it's it's just a shot of some guy looking down a like a big sewer pipe. You know, like he stood at the end looking down. Um, I hope it's going to be good. I loved the stage play. Yeah. It was really, really great. Um, so I'm hoping I'm, I have high hopes for the movie. So, yeah, I'll have to yeah. check that out. Yeah, the the stage production is is awesome. Yeah, I'll have to, I'll have to look that up. Yeah. Right, See, so ready to move on yep. to releases. Yep. All right. The first thing I got written down was Wolf Cop Two gets a release in Canada, but not U.S. yet. Did oh, you see I'm the first Wolf Cop? I love the first Wolf Cop. Yeah, I loved it too. Yeah, I, I bought the Blu-ray for it even before you know I saw a trailer. Yeah, that was it, and I was like, done. I, I went out, I got the Blu-ray right away because yeah. I just saw it, and I was like, yes, I I need this movie in my life. Did you love that reverse art? Um, it's like him in like that Burt Reynolds pose, like yeah. near the fire. He's like a you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. Oh, and the rug, instead of a bear skin rug, did you yeah. see it? It's a human skin rug he's laying on. <laughs> oh, priceless. Yeah. Priceless. I just love that movie because, you know, it's obvious when they made it, their hearts were in the right place. Yeah. Well, I kept hearing about it from the magazines before I saw it. Yeah. They kept. They were pushing that movie hard. Yeah. I'm surprised it's taken this long to get a Wolf Cop too, though. Yeah, yeah, I, I, it is kind of surprising how long it's taken, but and then, it, it, it's gonna rock. <laughs> yeah, another thing that's coming out this October in this year, I gotta say, is the year for unexpected sequels. Yeah, because there's a unexpected sequel coming to one of my favorite movies from two years ago. Mm-hmm. You remember a movie exclusive on Netflix for a long time called Creep? Yeah, it, it, it like the main it was a peach fuzz or something. The weird dude in the woods, and he had like yeah. a werewolf mask and everything. And it was a yeah. bizarre movie, but I yeah. loved it, man. <laughs> Remember, he gets the dude off Craigslist to record him as like a, yeah. But anyways, they're making a or it's already made. Creep Two is coming out this October. That's cool. See, I love it when it's like it's it's not like we're making a sequel to it. it's like oh yeah we already made the sequel that's coming out in two months no, it's here come have on have you noticed there they're you doing go. that a lot more i i just love the fact that they're actually getting away with it yeah they did that with uh we just taught the gallows too yeah there's and another hatch- oh the house is october built remember yeah and house is october built too and uh hatchet four yeah all completely right and under the radar phantasm no five knew. last year yeah, I mean they were they were talking about Phantasm Five, and then all of a sudden it's done. And I'm like, well, damn. Well, you know what I think. It's mm-hmm. a good thing, but I think I wonder why they're doing that now. Is if people are just getting sick and tired of oh John Wait Carpenter's it. on board for the Halloween reboot, and then oh Halloween reboots canceled. Danny yeah. McBride's writing the new Halloween reboot, and it is canceled. Now it's on canceled. Yeah, I think people are tired of reporting on the same movie for years and years just to have it go away yeah so i well, like I, this whole thing where oh, creep 2 oh it's done it's definitely happening you know i love oh, yeah. that well i mean from what i've heard up uh, i think 
I heard this a bit back. Um, they've they've finished another sequel in like the Cloverfield universe. Yeah, I heard that too. You know, and it, it's already done and in the can and everything. You know, um, I love that because that no. was like back in the day. You didn't yeah. have internet. You remember before internet was common everywhere. Oh, yeah. You didn't hear about a movie coming out till you saw the trailer on TV. Yeah, and, and you then knew you, it was coming out in two weeks. Yeah, and then you were all psyched. It was like, oh my god! Yeah. I always remember seeing um, what was it? Uh, the wasn't I didn't see the trailer, but I saw the poster for um, uh, Jason Goes to Hell. Oh yeah, and and I didn't even know at the time that it was that it was that they were working on one. Yeah, and then I see this poster, I'm like, dude! What with the and metal like, mask oh, huh? and the snake yeah. coming out and the flames. Yeah, you know, and I remember just seeing it, and I, I had no clue it was coming out. And then afterwards, I ran out and bought, like, Gorezone magazine and everything and found some articles on it and was reading yeah. up on it, you know? Yeah, nowadays, you know, with information being so easy to get, you know, it's a double-edged sword, you know? In one yeah, way, it's we're good. constantly hooked in but in another way you know there's no surprises anymore yeah that, that's why i love when there is a surprise like this yeah like not reading this till today all of a sudden whoa there's a creep sequel yeah like i, I miss that you know and it's yeah. one of those things now as you hear about a movie two years before it comes out you're there through the whole process that by the time it comes out you really don't even feel like seeing it anymore you know because you've yeah. just you know every single cast member. You know everything. So either that, or you're so hyped for it that you go see it, and you're just kind of like, oh. Yeah, it's like the old. I'm 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 almost shocked I haven't lost interest in it just because I've been thinking about it so much. Yeah. Well, I mean, well, the thing is, everything we see from it looks better. It does. <laughs> you know, I I first saw the makeup and I didn't think much of it, and then I saw a better look at the makeup and like. That's actually kind of cool. Yeah, I didn't like the look of them at first, but I really dig it. The uh, yeah, when I was showing my grandma, she's she doesn't think the Tim Curry version's scary at all. She says, "Oh, he just looks like a normal clown." And yeah. Then to this new one, she said he just looks like a straight up demon or something. Yeah. But uh, the one thing I do got to say about the It remake is uh, I'm getting real tired of that uh, sewer scene though, that uh, drain. Uh, the, I mean, beginning? how many times do I got to see that drain scene? You know what I mean. I I know. Well, I guess <laughs> I guess I mean you know it's it's a perfect way to introduce someone like introduce like in a trailer or whatever to the the well, whole the idea of it. You know, and it's also the most memorable scene in the whole entire thing. Yeah. Yeah. Believe it or not, though, there's mm-hmm. you know there's the scene in the new one in the original one. Mm-hmm. Even, like, if I, I looked at them both, the original one is still a little creepier to me. For two reasons. It's mm-hmm. perfectly sunlight out. It's yeah. daytime, and it's bright. It's it's just bright. Yeah. And B, just the way he... I don't know. I still think Tim Curry's version is creepier than the new one for some reason. Yeah, well, I the thing with Tim Curry's version is he does look like... Like I like I've said before, like you could imagine if there was like a fair in town or something, yeah, and you saw Tim Curry's Pennywise walking around, he wouldn't look out of place. Yeah, where 
this new one would kind of still look out of place. You know what? Uh, you know. Yeah, and the thing about the new one though is, I feel like I put it this in perspective too. If I was standing somewhere, say, I don't know, I was in a, a parking lot or something alone at one yeah. in the morning, and there was like trees or woods or something next to me. Like yeah. if I was standing there and I looked over and I saw Tim Curry's version, yeah. Versus if I looked over and saw Bill Skarsgård's version, yeah. I'd shit my pants more if I saw Bill Skarsgård's version, though. Yeah. Just if, that if, smile he had. Like, remember the commercial when the triangle of balloons go up? Yeah. The and way he goes see, into that like, smile. Yeah. Dude, it was eerie looking, man. Yeah. I'm, I'm so looking forward to it. I really am. And then, uh, <laughs> and then uh, for some reason, did you see the... Uh, behind like it was a little thing on youtube they released like a behind the scenes look i didn't watch it uh, I've, been, I've been trying to stay away from stuff yeah, dude it looks awesome man yeah yeah i've i've i haven't watched any new clips though in like a week there's been a they release them every single day like yeah. I go on youtube and all that it is is just new clips but yeah and it's just like no must not watch <laughs> yeah it's hard though man but it, it is yeah and another but, uh, thing I looked on, did you see this, uh, the movie's like two hours and like 17 minutes or something? Yep. I like that. So do I. I mean, um, I'm so looking forward to it. And I, I love it when you go to a movie and you sit there, you know, and it's not just like, you know, a 70 minute movie or something, you know, I like it when they you take their time. You know you're going to be in it for a while, you know? Yeah. Because that's the worst is when you really like a movie. And you're looking and at the over, watch, and yeah. you're like, damn, there's only 20 minutes left of this thing. Yeah, I hate that. I hate yeah. it. <laughs> but uh, this, uh, I was, lo- I was, I looked it up earlier, but I was sitting there thinking, because um, you know how usually when movies are first coming out, the main actors will be on Jimmy Kimmel, Jimmy Fallon, Conan. Yeah. They'll be on all of them talking about yeah. it. Yeah. I noticed Bill Skarsgård isn't on any of them. No. And I was watching an interview with the director and his wife. Mm. And they said Bill Skarsgård's, it was his decision to actually refuse to do any press for it. Because he said cool. he doesn't want anybody to see him before seeing Pennywise. That's cool. They said, he said he wants everybody to see Pennywise and then see Bill Skarsgård. Because they said they want to keep Pennywise as hypnotic and as mysterious of a creature as possible. Yeah. So that's, that's cool that he's that so devoted. Because cool. you know most actors... They'd want to pick oh, yeah. egos, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. they're going to want to go on Jimmy Fallon and all them, so I yeah, give no them props doubt. for just being like, nah, I'm good on all that. Yeah. That shows <laughs> how confident he is that people are going to want to know who he is, you know? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. But the projections they have for this thing, there's... You know what bums me out about this? The fact that we're going to have to wait over a year probably to get the sequel. Yeah. Yeah, but then again, that that could be a good thing as well because you know, you know, they're they're not rushing it. Yep. And what's cool too about this is, obviously, I'm gonna be there first day when the Blu-ray yep. releases. I'm gonna oh, want the definitely. slip cover. And if they put out a special edition, I'll go as far to say, is if Walmart has a version and say Target has a steelbook, yeah, and say Best Buy has a special edition with a bonus disc. Yeah. I'm picking up all three of them. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, it, I, I got to agree. I like mean, I'm, I'm um, picking up every copy. 
And it's one of those things where the sequel will come out. I'll pick up the sequels, single edition. Yeah. You already know they're going to put out an ultimate edition, too, probably. Oh, you know what I mean? Which will yeah. have it all in one cut. Oh, that would be so cool. Like, would you double dip and buy it all in one? Uh, I, I put it in one. Cut? I think I, I think I would. Yeah. Yeah, dude. I just want to see all this. I want to get all the covers for it and everything. Yeah. The thing is, you know, there are certain movies, you know, that you don't mind double dipping on because you like them that much. Yeah, like Hellraiser is one of them. Yeah, Hellraiser is one of them for me. Uh, Halloween's one of them. Yeah. You know, um, I don't mind double dipping. But, you know, some stuff you, you don't. Some stuff you're just like, no, I got my copy, that's fine, that's enough. Like but Poltergeist. I'm... I already got Poltergeist 2 and 3 on Blu-ray. I'm not going to yeah. pay $25 a piece to get them again, you know? Exactly, same here. You know, I mean, maybe if they go on sale sometime. Yeah. That, then you I do like up, those you know? new covers, though. Oh, yeah, they're very nice. <laughs> they're, um, you know... They're more fitting than the the other Blu-ray covers for them, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Let's get on to uh, the next part, though. Okay. I, I forgot to write down what company's releasing it, but real soon the Kindred. Synapse. Oh, Synapse is releasing that. Yeah. I've really, I'm really interested in that movie. I've seen that cover forever. Yeah. Creature so... in the baby bottle, but. Um, yeah. It's been, a, I think it has, it's not even been ever been out on DVD. No, no, um, it's had a VHS release, and, uh, in America, it's never had a DVD release, never had a Blu-ray, so, and it's taken, um, Synapse, I think it's, I think they said it's taken them ten years to get it released. Well, Synapse is real, real slow with things, man. Yeah. They're like well, what... snail's pace with movies, that violent shit collection. Yeah. That thing was announced over ten years ago. Yeah, apparently with uh, the Kindred, it was something to do with, with, like, legal stuff. Yeah. So maybe there was, like, a, like no one knew who really owned it or something, you know? Yeah. But apparently they've got it sorted out, so... That's good. Yeah. Since we're uh, talking about snaps now, the next mm -hmm. two, Popcorn, single edition, finally got oh, announced. Yeah. I'm excited because yep. I wasn't paying for the Steelbook. Yeah. I agree, hundred percent. And Suspiria 4K. That have you have you seen the limited edition of that? Yeah, I'm not gonna get it. Like a, I, like I said, I'm, I'm not either. But it looks beautiful. Yeah, I'm waiting for the single edition with it. Yeah, I'll wait for the single edition as well. But I'll I'll try to find that cover art somewhere in line and make a custom. Oh yeah. Because that's some beautiful cover art. It really is. Yeah, definitely. And this next piece <laughs> is an. Uh, director, I haven't heard his name in a long time, but I really dug him. It's Xavier Jens. Oh, yeah. A new yeah. movie called The Crucifixion coming out. I really like I, that name. Yeah. Xavier Jens made uh, Frontiers, part of that yep. French Extreme. I, I, one of my favorites out of the French Extreme. And uh, The Divide with Michael Bain. Yeah. And uh, that was a really good movie, man. Yeah, I mean, um,. It's going to be interesting, to say the least, you know, to see what he does with something. Yeah, I'll, I'll watch you know? anything by him at this point, and the fact that it's called The Crucifixion is cool. Yeah. This next one I was really excited to hear, too. Mm -hmm. One of the only Wes Craven movies I don't have, called Summer of Fear. Yeah. I don't know much yeah. about it other than it was a made-for-TV movie with Linda Blair. Yeah, that's all I've heard as well. Um, 
but it's getting a release, so I'll be picking it up, man. Yeah, I'll I'll probably wait for a bit, see what people think about it, and then consider it. It's probably going to be one of his not as good movies, I'm sure. But yeah, probably. I'm sure there's a reason it was not in print, but they said the same about Deadly Blessing, and I somewhat enjoyed Deadly Blessing. Yeah, yeah. And then again, if it's a made-for-TV, right, you know, maybe for the longest time we haven't been getting releases of made-for-TV stuff. Now we're getting a bunch of them. Yeah, I'm I'm glad, personally. Yeah, I I love made-for-TV. I love the vibe of it. Yeah, yeah. But this, uh, especially from the 90s, but this this one we mentioned before, but it's getting released this month, and it's one of the most exciting releases in a long, long, long time. That's Mm -hmm. the Poughkeepsie tapes coming from Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing that. Yeah, I've been wanting to see it for so long, man. That one clip I saw with that dude crawling, and he has yeah. that long, uh, like, uh, yeah, long mask, dude. But yeah, it's creepy. Yeah, looking. very creepy. I mean, um, I think it's going to be an, an interesting one, to say the least. Yeah, have you heard of a you movie know? released? Uh, I don't know who. Maybe it was Dustin Mills or somebody. It's called Apple Cart. Have Apple you heard of that? No, I don't think I've heard of that. Oh, the cover of it. If you ever see it, the cover reminds me exactly of that scene from the Poughkeepsie tapes. Oh, that's cool. But that's all the releases I got. You got any? Uh, yeah, I just got a couple. Um, getting a Cabin in the Woods 4K. Yeah. You know, not, nothing really special. It's just that. Then we got this one coming out called A Dark Song. Yeah, I, I kind of want to see that. Buy yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not really sure what it's about or anything, but... Um, I think it has something satanic to do with yeah. it or something. It could be, it could be interesting. Then there's this one coming out called The Atoning. I've heard nothing about yeah, it. Yeah, I've not, I haven't heard of that. You know, but it, it might be interesting, I don't know. And also, we're getting a Blu-ray release of The Old Dark House. The old uh james whale movie yeah i read that or about that let's go yeah. pick it up i like classics every once in a while yeah so do i um that one's a definite pickup and also um second sight over in britain is releasing a box set of uh willard and ben okay the two rat movies now See, i haven't picked them up yet but if i do i'd get the scream factories probably yeah um the, the thing with this is it, it looks really good. It's a really nice look. It looks like um, it's like new artwork on it, and it looks all like uh, like painted and stuff, like Drew Struzan-style paintings. and It's it's just a really cool-looking set, honestly. Is it region-free? Um, or? I don't know. Um, Probably not if Screen Factory side. has the rights yeah. to it. And uh, it's a limited release, also 2,000 copies. But uh, it's a really nice-looking box, I can That'd tell you cool that. That'd be cool if it included the uh, Crispin Glover version, too. That that would be cool. That would definitely be cool. Because I actually like that one, too. Yeah. It's the sort of thing... I've never been a big, like, killer rat movie fan. You know... Dude, have you ever seen uh, Rats, The Night of Terror? No. Blue Underground film by... Um... That Claudio Fagrassi who did Troll 2. No, no, never seen that. Dude, it's really good, man. You should maybe give it a shot. Yeah, dude, it's on a Blu-ray from Blue Underground double feature with uh, 
uh, maybe I think it's City of the Living Dead. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it's a double feature because I guess it's from the same director. So, yeah, Rats Night Living Terror and City of the Living Dead. You could probably get it for like ten bucks. That's pretty cool. Yeah, so that's it for my new releases. Yeah, it's a pretty slow week for releases, but there's some really good ones coming out, man. Yeah. I think I think the months are kind of winding down, probably getting ready for October. Yeah. And October, then, I'm sure, is going to be a bit crazy. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, November will be good, too, because I'm going... I haven't been out for Black Friday in the past two or three years. Yeah. And this month, I, or this year, I told myself I'm going to I'm going to go out and do it this year so I'm going to brave the crowds eh? <laughs> see the thing is though I'm going there I'm not I don't have big electronics in mind I'm not going yeah. there with TVs or anything like that in mind I'm literally going just for movies you know yeah I just love the Black Friday stuff because I love um, sitting at home and watching on TV watching people get in fist fights and stuff you ain't never you don't ever go out no well oh, it, over here it's never it's not as big a deal really Oh, is it an American um, thing? It's more of an American thing, but usually, honestly, um, I find better deals online. Yeah, what is it, Cyber Monday? Yeah, wait for Cyber Monday and then just pick up everything you need then. You know, um, that, that's what I find just tends to Do any of the horror companies usually do a sale on Black Friday or Cyber Monday? I like think so. Scream I, or Severin I, or any of them? I think Scream Factory usually do a pretty decent sale. Yeah. Can't remember. Can't remember what it is exactly, but it's. I, I remember hearing that it's pretty decent. I know um, Criterion usually do a pretty good sale. Yeah. Um, I'm sure way, Arrow this will. Is for you and all the listeners, whenever you mm-hmm. guys hear of the Criterion sale coming out, make sure you find a way to find me and let me know because I really got to take advantage of the next Criterion sale. Yeah. Um, so I, next I'm time the you same. know it's coming, let me know, or any listeners out there. If you know it's coming, comment. So. Yeah, definitely. And uh, uh... yeah, there's. I just. I really. Every time it. Every time the sale pops up, I hear. I about hear about it, it after. Yeah, either that or as it's going on, and I don't get paid for the week after it ends or something. You know. Oh yeah, and you know, there's nothing worse than seeing a deal that is just too good to pass up, but you have to pass it up because you don't got no cash. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. You know, I mean. That that's that's worse than just missing a deal. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah, man. So I definitely got to take advantage of that next time. But I still, it's fun to me. I'd lo- You know, I'm a night crawler anyways. Like, yeah. most of my moving around and stuff I do is in the middle of the night. So to me, it actually is nothing to go out there and do it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, yep. uh, there's one thing I have in my... Like, I want to get this year, is I really want to get the Gotham seasons on Blu-ray. Oh, yeah? But I don't want to pay a lot for just something I don't. So if I can find the Gotham yeah. seasons for, like, five bucks, and from what I hear, they usually are, like... Yeah. And, like, I guess, you like, a lot of the... Se- like, there's a lot of shows I want to get, but I'm waiting to be on sale, because I'm not a huge show watcher. Yeah. Like, on my yeah. free time, I'm watching movies. Like, it has to be, like something big like ash vs evil dead or something to get me to watch the show yeah well i mean it's it's usually uh, you know most shows that like we would like if you will you know like horror fans and everything tend to be like hour-long episodes yeah 
and they tend to have you know maybe like you know ten episodes. No, I for like example. that though. If there's yeah. eight or ten to them, thirteen but then, you know, tops. Yeah, but then you think you know that's thirteen hours. You know that's that's a lot of time to put in. Yeah. So if you're not sure, you know. Do you have any idea of when the Exorcist season comes out on Blu-ray? The the first season, I don't I don't know. I haven't. I've honestly I've heard nothing about it. Yeah, it, I don't. I haven't heard anything about. It. I feel like it. They usually come out though, like a month or two before the new season, right? Yeah, usually. I mean, um, because it took forever for season two to come out of Ash vs Evil Dead. Yeah, it did, and um, that always kind of surprised me because I mean, season three is like, is it on now or is it no, starting not yet. soon it's or starting uh, this October? But, yeah. Um, the thing is, though, too, it should be coming out real soon because I remember Exorcist was coming out at the exact same time as American Horror Story Roanoke. Yeah. And Roanoke just got a Blu-ray release announced, so Exorcist has to come soon because I really want to pick that up. Yeah, I'm going to pick it up, too. I mean, um, Like if it has I... a slipcover or something, I want to get it. Oh, yeah. I, I really enjoyed the first season. Oh, I loved it, dude. I hope they have the... Co- Remember the font, the way The Exorcist is spelled out? The yeah. very first episode, remember where it flashes up on the screen real quick and it's yeah. like insidious almost? Yeah. I, I hope they do a, a an exclusive cover or something with that font on it. Yeah, that'd be cool. Definitely. I'm looking forward to that coming out. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. So let's move on to our... Well, yeah, let's move on to the featured review here. Okay. So Salem's Lot, man. Yep, this Salem's Lot. Toby Hooper's... This is his second film, I think. I don't... He hadn't... Yeah, this is before Texas Chainsaw 2. No. No, no. This is after Eaten Alive. So this is his third film. Yeah. And uh, what's your overall opinion of it? I love it. Really? I love Salem's Lot. Yeah. It... I, it, it how can I describe it? It makes vampires scary. Yeah, definitely. It's uh, when you know when's the first time you saw this and what format? Oh hell, I saw it on VHS and I saw the they did a theatrical cut of it where they trimmed a bunch of stuff out and they cut it down to like kind of like a hour and a half long thing and I rented that when I was about I want to say nine. Yeah, I I, I was kind of too young to see that. Um, <laughs> Because when Barlow showed up in that, I was just like, no, turn yeah. off, stop. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so I saw it a hell of a long time ago. And, you know, but it it, it always stuck with me. Yeah. See, you know? Yeah, this is one I remember way, way back in the day when I was a kid. I went to the video store. They had it on VHS. Yep. But it was one of the double VHSs. It was the whole thing. Yeah, and I remember, you know, at the end of the first tape, you popped the second tape in, and it yeah. showed him driving, and it picked up at I think it was uh, Cemetery, I want to say. Yeah, something Maybe like that. Maybe something like that. But anyways, they showed the credits again and all that. And um, I, to be honest with you, you're probably not gonna mm-hmm. like it, but I was never the biggest fan of this. Yeah. Um, I dig it, but I'm not a big vampire person either for some reason. It's just, even before Twilight and all that stuff, you know, <laughs> yeah. vampires just never did it a whole lot for me. 
Yeah. Um, but I still do enjoy this. Yeah. But it's it's nowhere on the level as say it or anything like that to me. But I do I, see I why a lot that. of people like this. There are some yeah. creepy, creepy moments. Definitely. But you just mentioned there's a theatrical cut that's an hour and a half. Yeah. I would have rather had that because on my con list for this, I put length could have been trimmed. Like, yeah. There could have been a lot of stuff that could have been trimmed on this. Yeah, and there is a good amount cut out. Cut, ugh, excuse me, cut out in the in the theatrical cut. Well, I well I call it a theatrical cut. I don't know whether it was ever actually shown in theaters. Yeah. But you know, um, a home video cut probably or something. Y- yeah, you know, and um, it, it's good. It's a tighter release and everything. Yeah, I actually think this was in theaters though. I think I remember yeah. reading that that maybe in another country or something. That yeah, that, that could have been it. Then. Yeah. Yeah, I, I just personally prefer, you know, I like, when it comes to Stephen King stuff, I like seeing, like, um, more, like, about characters that aren't necessarily scenes of horror, yeah. you know? Just, like, people doing stuff, going around places and everything, because he writes characters very well. Yeah. You know? This is a movie that he does a very good job with fleshing out these characters. Yeah. Now, let me say, this David's, I think that's his name, David Souls, right? Yep. What do you think of this guy's character? Uh, It's it's interesting, because I always found him as a character to be kind of... I don't think I would like him. Yeah, that's... You know, he's kind of, like, arrogant at times. Dude. Yeah. I like him, though, you know? in the movie. Like, there's certain... I'm following yeah. along with him. I like him. But there's certain moments, like... Remember when uh, the chick, his love interest, Bonnie Bedelia? And yeah. she's, like, kneeling down reading something. And yeah. he just, like, goes laying down next to her and, you know, like, acting like he's, you know, Mr. Suave and all this. And Yeah. It was just, like, really douchebag, like, to him. It's just stuff like that. And it's like, dude... Like, you're, like, a teacher in, what, your mid-30s or something? And I know that's, like, that happens yeah. in real life, but there's something weird about the whole thing going yeah. on. And, uh, I don't <laughs> know. And one thing I got to say, too, about this, that chick, that Bonnie Bedelia. Yeah. You've seen her before, right? I think so. I can't remember what I've seen her in, though. She played the wife of Bruce Willis in Die Hard. Dude! Yeah. That's where I know her from. <laughs> Yeah, I knew I I knew that I knew her from somewhere, but I couldn't place it. Yeah, and there's a show right now on called well not on anymore, but it was called Parenthood. Oh yeah. And it yeah. was have you heard of that? It was like on ABC yeah. and it had the dude from Coach and all yeah. these big people and it was like the family drama and like real drama like what everyday families go through. Yeah. And the the show was actually pretty good, but that's what I knew Bonnie Bedelia from. I it's been like I said I haven't watched Salem Slot in years and years. Yeah. But uh, I, so I when I saw this originally I had no idea who Bonnie Bedelia even was. Yeah. But I hated her character on Parenthood and I hated her character in Die Hard <laughs> and I thought she was ugly in both of them. Yeah. And the same thing with this one. It just it took me out of it because I had known her and all yeah. this other stuff before seeing it. So. Yeah, I really didn't like her character either. Well, it was it was one of the weaker characters, really. I mean, they go to all the trouble of like fleshing out, like and then does nothing with you her. You know, yeah, you know, 
yeah, it's just, just there. There you go. You're like, I don't even want to say eye candy because you know. Yeah. No, I don't. No, I don't those were my only cons. Literally, was I didn't like Bonnie Bedelia and I didn't like uh, the length of it. Yeah. Because this isn't like it. It to me flies by. You want it more does. time. This to me kind of draggy a little bit. It's a little. It it can be a bit slow. Yeah. I I mean the sheer amount of time before Barlow shows up. Yeah. Is kind of you know amazing really that you know you get through like an hour and a half before the main vampire shows up. Yeah. I, you know? I wrote down that I love the atmosphere of this. Yeah. And I love uh. Domain Barlow is. Uh, I can't remember, is Barlow the name of the vampire, or is Barlow yeah. the name of the guy protecting? No, Barlow's the name of the vampire. Yeah, that's what I thought. Who's the guy kind of protecting it, you know, the guy? That is uh, Straker. Straker? Yeah, yeah, yeah. he was a creepy character, too, man. Definitely. And, and uh, that whole scene with the kid tapping at the window. Oh, man. That's that, scene, man. It is, and I mean... And also, what also does it is, well, this is the thing I've noticed with all the vampires in it. It's the eyes. Oh, yeah. You know, they're almost like, like, animal eyes, in a, in a way. Yeah, they're, this, I think, uh, you know, the vampires in this movie are the creepiest looking vampires in any other vampire movie. Yeah. And you, you know, can tell, when they were designing Barlow, they were looking at Nosferatu. I mean, oh, you could just definitely, tell. definitely. You know, and um, I, I, I also, I, I just dug kind of like the blue skin, you know? Yeah, the tent. You know, and it was just so, it's just so, like, other, you know what I mean? Yeah. You know, it's like, you are not going to mistake this guy for anything but a vampire. Yeah. You know? You, like, you, you know, you see him, you're like, damn. No. Let me ask you, as far as Toby Hooper's films go, is this one of your favorite yeah. of his? Yeah. Or would, like, you like it better than Life Force? And, uh, I'm trying to think of what else there would have been. Yeah, you still there? Uh, you still there? Yeah. Can you hear me? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I... I completely have a very big soft spot for this movie. Yeah. You know, and um, it, it is one of my favorites. Yeah. Like, you know, um, I actually, this is kind of like embarrassing, but like last week, you know, I completely forgot that Toby Hooper had done Texas Chainsaw. Oh, yeah, when we were talking I, about yeah, it? Because I was so focused on Salem's Lot, you know? <laughs> You know, I was like, Salem's Lot, yeah. We're Salem's, Salem's, the lot. Lot. Salem's Lot's the, usually the one everybody forgets about. Exactly, you know, but I just have this real soft spot for it. Yeah. You know, um, my, my, you know, I only have really three complaints with it. Huh. And that's just, um, the fact that it, it, it is very dated. Yeah. It's a 70s movie, it feels like a 70s movie, it looks like a 70s movie, you know? And yeah. the fact that, that it was, you know, handicapped for television. Yep. It's, yeah, to me, it's just too long, man. It, yeah. it doesn't have, where it at least had so many memorable scenes to keep your attention. Yeah. This one it's like, doesn't have it. 
No, the scenes it does have are really good, but there should have been a lot more. Yeah. 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 And my only other con- problem is the picture quality of the Blu-ray. What did you not dig about it? I just found I just found it too grainy at times. I found it too. It just it just didn't. It looked better than the DVD. Yeah. But I expected better. Especially because the it transfer was amazing. Yeah. Well, that and also when you think. Think of Texas Chainsaw. That was filmed in 16 millimeter. Yeah. And it, and it looks better than this. Yeah, that's true. You know, and See, I mean... you got that cleaned up version, though, of Texas Chainsaw. You got that zero grain version, don't you? Yeah. Where the I mean, Blu-ray I have is that 40th anniversary where they kept the grain in it. Yeah. I mean, I don't get me wrong. I don't mind grain and everything, but there's a limit. Yeah. I find, I, I don't know, I just found, and I found it, the picture quality very dark on um, Salem's Lot. Yeah. Like a bit, like, too dark, you know? Like, not, like, atmospheric dark, but, like, dark because, like, they... Picture like, dark, yeah. Yeah, they, they turned the color, like, the brightness down a bit too much when I, they were scanning it or something. I must that as much because I think the only reason, though, is it looked better to me is because... I've been watching a lot of old Severn movies on Blu-ray the past few days. Yeah. Like uh, The Other Hell and a couple other movies from the 70s and 80s. Yeah. Where the grain is, like, overwhelming. Yeah. So to me, Salem's Lot was like a breath of fresh air, but if you've been watching, like, more modern movies or a lot of really good Blu-rays recently... Yeah. I could see how it would look really bad. Yeah, and I mean, also, when I first picked up this Blu-ray of Salem's Lot, it was at the same time when I got it. Oh, okay. And, you know, so, so of course, you know, you do a comparison there, right? Did you watch it first? And, you know, yeah. Yeah. You know, and um, the Blu-ray presentation of it is just beautiful, you know? Yeah, I love it, man. Does the 4 by 3 aspect ratio bug you at all, or no? It doesn't really bug me, but it's a bit of an annoyance. Especially like, when the DVD of it was widescreen? Yeah, but you know, you're getting more picture in all reality yeah, though with the four yeah, by three. Yeah, th- this is the way it was filmed. This is the way it's supposed to look. Yeah, you know, so I, I was I was cool with it that way. You know, um, I wish it had I wish it had been filmed in widescreen. Yeah, you know that would have been really cool. <laughs> Isn't it bizarre to you that the original it didn't have a theatrical release? It is. I mean, I felt... I remember... It always was like a movie to me, you know what I mean? Yeah. I like, mean, I, I never could, looked I at could have it seen as a it in theaters. thing. No. I always remember about the It miniseries, and this is just... was kind of weird. Um, the school I was in at the time, we had, like, this time where you could just, like, watch movies and stuff, so I literally... I brought in the two-tape set of it yeah and we and we watched it in class yeah. i just thought that was pretty damn funny that's how i first had it too was the vhs tape yeah and the, i remember the, it the ended big double one right yep it ended, i remember it ended right when uh oh, i can't remember the character's name but he cuts his wrist in the bathtub or whatever yeah uh stan yeah remember it says it or whatever or something yeah on the uh remember it ended yeah. right there 
Yeah. Yeah, I remember. I love that VHS tape. It was back when yeah. I think the top of the tape said, like, Warner Brothers Greatest Hits or something. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I always remember, like, um, that's one thing I, I always kind of wish they'd have put in the Blu-ray. The ability to... Watch like, them at the credits and everything. Yeah, like like right in the middle, you know, like cut uh, that's, it. I think that's the biggest complaint with I with that and Salem's Lot. Yeah, is that they did away with that because on the VHS tapes and the laser discs of both of those movies. Yeah, they had it. They had the credits, and then on the second side when you flipped it on the laser disc or on the tape when you switched it. Yeah, you had to watch the recap of everything yeah. that happened the night before. And yeah. then they give you the credits and the opening, whatever. Yeah, because, I mean, it's the sort of thing sometimes, like, you put it in, like, I I watched Salem's Lot um, straight through, you know, yeah. all, all three hours, didn't stop. Same with whenever I watch it. I watch it straight through. Um, but you'd like but the some, option of being able to sometimes, stop halfway? Yeah, I think it would be nice, you know, just to watch the first part. Yeah. And then the next night, watch the second part, you know, like like it was when it came on TV. The thing is, if you know uh, what time it stops at, you could still technically do it. Yeah. But it wouldn't be the same. No. You know, there, there was just some, I remember seeing, like, it when it came out on TV originally. Yeah. And then just, you know, I it was just a real, it's, it's complete nostalgia, to be honest, you know. Um... I just, I just so loved, you know, just, it, you know, it coming up, the logo. Oh man, good memories. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, so let's, uh, what, what would you give a rating one to ten out of Salem's Lot? It's, 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 it's interesting because I give it. For me, it's an S class movie. You know, yeah. but. You know, realistically speaking, I give it about an eight. If, dude, if you want to give it a ten out of ten, I'm not going to judge you, man. No, a lot I, of people, I'm sure, would be with you. Oh yeah, no, I think I, I'm I, in the minority of not doing it. I give it an eight just just simply because you know, like it is slow at times. Yeah. You know, and there there are some parts which are just like the just drag on, yeah. you know. Where when you watch something like it, for example, you know, where it's just like, bam, 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 you know, like, no there's no dead, breathing dead spots, you know? Yeah, exactly. Every single you know? scene in that movie has a payoff, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Where with Salem's Lot, it's kind of, you know, it's, I, I get it, it's building the atmosphere and everything, but sometimes it's a little bit much. Yeah. You know? Didn't the oh, director of this it didn't he direct uh, Halloween three? Weren't those uh, his two big movies? Uh, yeah, yeah. Or was it Halloween two and H two? It was either it was either um, he directed Halloween two and Resurrection, or it was just Halloween three. But I think it's Halloween three. Yeah, I think so. But uh, yeah, I'm gonna I, I'd honestly give Salem's Lot a six. Just because yeah. it was average, it didn't blow me away, but it's good enough to where I'd watch it again. Yeah. But when someone says Stephen King movies, it's not one that pops into my mind immediately. No, I, I know I know what you mean. I but mean, to you, um, it probably would, because you said you're a huge fan of yeah, it. Yeah, I, I really like it. It's one of my favorites. Like I said, for me, it's an S-class movie. Yeah. But in 
all realistically, you know, it, it it's an eight for me. But see, are you? I think you're probably a bigger vampire fan than I am, though. Well, I like scary vampires. Yeah, like you the know, strain so I, and stuff like that. Yeah, I like I like Salem's Lot. I like the Strain. I like the Thirty Days of Night stuff. Yeah. You know, um, Near Dark is real good. Yeah, I like stuff where you know, well, for one, vampires don't sparkle. For Christ's sake. <laughs> Damn it! That ugh, to this day that pisses me off. Um, you know, and and they're not about like like making you fall in love with them or whatever. They're there to like rip your throat out and yeah, drain blood, you dry. Bloodthirsty man. Yeah, you know, and I think that's the way it should be. Yeah, I do got to say I like Gary Oldman too as Dracula. That was that was a really good performance because yeah. I mean, yeah, it was a more like romantic type vampire. Yeah. But it worked. You know, I'll even go as far to say I really enjoy Interview with the Vampire too. That's yeah. That's more of a romantic, obviously, and Rice and all that, and yeah, it's well, Brad guess, Pitt and Tom Cruise, but I still enjoy yeah. that movie. I guess when done right, you know, yeah, it's it's good. Yeah, but man. when uh, when not done right, you can you end up with something like Twilight. Before we yeah, before we move on to our last. Uh, can we fix it? And what do you recommend? Did, have you seen the remake of this thing with Rob Lowe? I have. And what do you think? It flows better than the original, but because I actually like Rob Lowe, so yeah, I I didn't like Barlow. Well, who played him, and what did he look like? It was uh, Rutger Hauer. Really? And it was just he was just like a guy. I like Rudger Hauer, though. Yeah, but, you know, he, he was... Li- I think it was Rudger Hauer, yeah? He, he was literally just like some guy. Wow. Nothing special, no... You know, no bald head, no blue skin or anything, you know? Um, he was just like a guy. That's kind of lame. I'd probably check yeah. it out, though, eventually. I'd be interested it's, it's to see it. It's worth seeing. It's worth seeing if you can find it, like, at a reasonable price and everything. Well, I think I see it in Wally all the time. I think there's, like, a five-pack Stephen King thing that has it in it. Yeah, that that's worth it, you know. Um, but uh, is is it, was it a made-for-TV thing? Like, is it as yeah. long? Yeah, it's about as long. I think it's about three hours. Yeah. Um, it, it's quite good, I got to admit. You know, it it's... Yeah. The problem is, you know, you you automatically compare it back to the original. Yeah. You know, and it it's not as effective as the original, but it's still pretty decent. Yeah. No, I see what you mean. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah it, I'm gonna it's pick it up. I'm gonna probably pick it up just because I'd like to see it with Rob Lowe, maybe doing it because. I obviously know Rob Lowe more than I know David Souls, you know? Yeah. Because he was more of a 70s dude with, what was he, Starsky and Hutch or something? Yeah. I mean, um, yeah, that's kind of, uh, that's kind of the the, the thing with it, you know? He was in Starsky and Hutch, and it's like, well, okay. That's the only reason he was in it, because of his star power back then. Because all the made-for-TV movies back then, that's what they did, is they got a huge celebrity of that time. Yeah. To do it, you know. Yeah. Oh, so, um, 
this this is one thing though about the the Salem's Lot remake though. Um, Straker is played by Donald Sutherland. Really? Yeah. So that that's kind of cool. cool though. Yeah. Yeah. Kurt Barlow is by Rutger Hauer. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I'll have to check that I, out because I actually like that casting better than what this would be probably. But I can't I mean, imagine him being freakier than this Barlow though. He's not. <laughs> yeah. You know, but I mean, it, this has actually got. I'm actually surprised at how good of a cast this is. You got Rob Lowe, Donald Sutherland, Rudger Howard, James Cromwell, uh, you know, a bunch of other people I don't know. But you know that that's that's quite a you know, that's quite a star studded cast. Yeah, but that could also be bad because that thing didn't make any splashes, you know what I mean? You yeah. You could look at it as, you know, it has to be bad if that all star cast couldn't couldn't pull it off, yeah. Of it, you know, but like I yeah. said, I, I can't judge that till I see it. I may like it better than the OG. I don't know. Yeah, it, it it's interesting. You know, I find it to be a good like companion piece. Yeah. You know, when you watch them like together. Yeah, I hope they. Well, because Toby Hooper just died. I was gonna say they seem to be making uh, documentaries for everything now. Like Pet Cemeteries having its own documentary, Hellraiser, you know, Friday yeah. the Thirteenth. They're all getting big ones. Even Creepshow has that Just Desserts documentary. Yeah. But uh, I feel like they should do one on like Toby Hooper's filmography or on that Salem's would be interesting. Yeah, it would definitely be interesting because uh, you know he's one of those, you know, well now that he's gone, right? You know that you get a lot of people you know, interested in this stuff. So hopefully yeah. one thing before you know? we move on to our last segments there, I wanted to uh, point out too. I discovered this on Facebook the other day, I guess, uh, you know, the magazine like entertainment weekly. Yep. Well, they put out a, uh, like for this month, like a really thick special edition issue dedicated to Stephen King. And oh, on that's the cool. Front, you know, you got Kathy Bates, Pennywise, all, all the, like, uh, Isaac from Children of the Corn, they're all on there, and I guess the whole it's like 300 pages or something of just articles on Stephen King movies, and it's it's basically just a huge Stephen King companion guide. That's pretty cool. So I'm sure it may be a public, or I don't know what grocery stores you have up there, but I, I'm assuming it'll be a grocery stores, but it was at Barnes and Noble and stuff. Yeah. So you, yeah, you don't want to pick that up. It's cheaper. Then a Rue Morgue, and it's just stacked with Stephen King stuff. Yeah, it might be worth it. I yeah. Might, yeah, I'll take a look for that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right, man. So our last thing is, what do you have as the, can we fix it? Um, it was, it was a little hard this, this week. I couldn't really think of anything. You know, so I just sort of, like, knock stuff back and forth, and eventually I just, like, Cat, get out of the way, come on. Uh, I just kind of decided to go with Mimic. Okay, well, what would you fix about Mimic? All I... It's really weird because I love Mimic. Yeah, I like it too. All I would fix it with it would just be I'd... I'd want some updated effects. Yeah, I could see that. And maybe a little, a little better pacing in the first half of it. Yeah, that's it, really. I mean, you know, I couldn't... I love the idea of that movie, though. Oh, he definitely, definitely creepy that idea. King or whatever it was. 
Yeah, you know, and just the idea also. I love I love things where something that someone does for like for good ends up coming to bite them in the ass. Yeah. You know? Like like they they develop this bug to kill the other ones so that this plague stops. Like, yeah, but now you got giant killer cockroaches. Yeah. Um, you know, it's just just pretty damn cool. I, I love stuff like that, you know? Yeah, I love that movie, though. It has that Guillermo del Toro vibe to it. Just yeah. That staple. That really gross but beautiful at the same time. Yeah. That's what he does well, is just disturbing and grotesque, but still attractive yeah. and interesting at the same time. Yeah. Oh, and one other thing I would fix. You know, um, what's his name? Uh, I can't remember his name. Uh, the black guy that's in it. Um, I don't remember. It's been so many years since I've seen it. I don't no, know if I'm I gonna, remember actors. I'm going to have to go with uh, Google and find out. I remember the blonde chick. I don't... It's been, like I said, it's been so long since I've seen it. Yeah, he, he played like a cop or something, and he ends up like dying. Gets like a... Like something through his leg, and he ends up getting killed uh, if only IMDB would open up here we go uh, come on this is going to annoy me if I can't remember his name uh, I I can't, I can't I can't remember, but I wish he didn't die. Yeah. You know I I liked him as a character, and I I I wish he'd have been around more. Yeah, I'll have to watch that again. Yeah, remember it was that, it was uh, a three pack was in all those bins forever. Yeah, yeah, I got I got that one, and uh, it's um, I just consider the second two special features. Yeah, definitely. You know? Yeah, and uh. Charles S. Dutton. I know that name. I don't That's know. it. Uh, he's a black guy. He's got this bald head, and he's a very distinctive looking. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, as, as soon as you see him, you're like, that guy. And I know you know I've, exactly I know who he is. Yeah, I know I've heard that name. Oh, yeah. yeah. He was in um, Alien 3. right now. Yeah. first thing that pops up is Alien 3. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, him. Yeah, he was in other stuff, too. Yeah, I wish his character had survived. Yeah. You know, he, he, he rocked. He really was this did. Kind he of was this sitcom? I've, Menace to Society, I remember that. He was the father of... Uh, yeah. I don't know if you ever saw that movie, but he was the father of the Muslim kid. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he was in uh, Longmire, the TV series. Uh, he was in, yeah, I watched Longmire. I liked that. Yeah, Zero Hour. I'm looking at his filmography. It says Cat's Eye. Really? Yeah. Hmm. I think I, he may have been a detective in that James Woods story. Yeah, could have been. It says The Monkey's Paw, that Scream Factory put out. Yeah. I, I, I think, you know, he's just one of those actors that, you know, you you want to see... More of them. Yeah, a lot of these movies you know? he plays in, though, are these, like, 
uh, black like exploitation type movies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that would that would be really all I would fix with it. You know, like yeah. I said, I, I had a bit of a hard time picking one this this week. Yeah. Uh, the one yeah, I, I just... picked was uh, Henry Two. You know, oh, okay, yeah. Henry Porch. Have you seen this? I saw a long, long, long time ago. Yeah, I don't remember who played the lead to this thing. I, I have it, but I'm not walking over to look. But yeah, I, I could look it up real quick. Cause I, I'm, you may have heard of this guy, and you've seen the first Henry, right? Oh yeah, I love you the first. You can't replace Henry. Michael Rooker. I mean, no, he he was Henry. Yeah, exactly. And uh, I type in Henry too, and they put up the King of England. <laughs> well, I guess. I guess in theory, it's a bit of a more important listing than. Uh... No, we want the straight to DVD serial killer movie. Right. Uh, the dude's name was. I really didn't like Nick Giantoli or something, or Neil Giantoli. Okay. I don't know, but the dude, he was a, a lot shorter than Michael Rooker, and it's obvious. Yeah. And he's, like, shorter and heavier, so it makes it look really weird, and I don't I don't really dig the dude. It's just nothing like Michael Rooker. And when yeah. You get, when you, and I watched it right after the first Henry, and oh, the first Henry yeah. is so good. The ending is so creepy. And yeah, it's just I love it. And this one, all of a sudden, he's a he works for a porta potty company, and all yeah. of a sudden he has a fascination with flames and stuff. And yeah, well, let's be honest, it shouldn't have never been made. Yeah, that, well, that would have been the first thing I'd fix is just throwing the just, script yeah, in the just trash can. Go, <laughs> just erase it from history. We'll be fine. Yeah, but I mean, if it had to come out, like I said, I'd recast the lead, do whatever I could to get Michael Rooker back. Yeah. Because when this came out, it's not like Michael Rooker had moved on to great things. I mean, he's he's known for Guardians of the Galaxy and stuff, so... Yeah. Know. Like, what yeah. was he doing? This was the early 90s. He couldn't have been doing much at all. I mean... No. I mean, it was a long time before... Uh, it was, was a long time before even you know. Slither came out. Yeah. And let's be honest, um, though Slither's a great movie... Yeah. Um, it was kind of forgettable. Yeah, it bombed, man. I I like it. That's one of the. That's actually the most disgusting movie I've ever seen. It's quite the ending nasty. of it with that room where it's all covered in his flesh. It just makes me want to barf, man. Yeah, like I, I mean, feel disgusting. And then that pregnant chick. Remember, she's in the oh, like, barn. Yeah. yeah, dude. Like that movie is just <laughs> disgusting, dude. Like there's not a lot of movies where I feel nasty, and that's one of them. Yeah, I mean it, it's a it's a fun movie when all said and done. Yeah, but you know. It reminds I, I, me of that movie, The Void, as far as just disgusting imagery goes. Yeah, yeah, it's it's that level of, uh, you know, gross. I guess. Yeah. I guess that's the thing. Gross is not easy to do. Yeah, it, it's one of those things too, where it was a gross, like you almost you put yourself in that position. Yeah. And that'd be horrifying, man. Yeah. Being <laughs> pregnant with slugs and everything is. Just yeah. Like, yeah. Anyways, but, yeah, basically what I'd fix is I'd recast the lead, I'd do without the obsession with the flames, and I'd make it, uh, I'd make the murders more grisly and stuff. Yeah. 
Well, I mean, it's the sort of thing when you're following up Henry Portrait of a Serial Killer, yeah. you, you have to up what has was there to begin with. And they didn't you know? do that, though. No, they, they kind of yeah. went down. down a notch. You know, yeah, that, that doesn't work. Yeah, the ending of... You remember the ending of Henry 1, right? Yeah, yeah. Just him throwing the suitcase, which you're yeah. supposed to gather as the remains of the chick. Yeah. Just him it's... throwing the suitcase off the side of the road and driving off. Yeah. I love that, man. Yeah. Now, it's a what, great flick. Now, for our last segment, what would be the last, uh, or what would be the movie you'd recommend? Uh, well, since we've been going with Toby Hooper, I'm going with Poltergeist. Okay, the original one? Yeah. I mean... But you could say Steven Spielberg directed it. No, yeah. Just kidding, man. I, that, that's one of those things it's never going to be answered conclusively yeah. I, I think essentially um, Steven Spielberg wanted to make Poltergeist I think he had everything planned out he had all the shots he wanted and everything then for whatever reason he couldn't do it so he hired Toby Hooper and he said look here you go Follow these are the, the shots plan. that I want you know just make this movie the way it's all written out here and you know you'll get the credit for being, making a really good movie. Yeah. You know, I think that's what it was, you know? Well, it is a classic. I mean... It is. It's a... It's just a classic, but I personally, as far as enjoyment goes, I'd rather yeah. watch the two sequels. Especially part two. Yeah. But I, I love do... I, I like... It's my favorite one, too. I just yeah. love that... I love the uh, character of that Brother Kane or whatever. Oh, yeah. So He's awesome. That's I love that character, but the first one is a classic, so I'd recommend yeah. it too. Yeah, but, that, uh, that, that's it, you know, for me. <laughs> yeah, and the movie I'd recommend though is I put a double feature. I feel like you have to watch Creep Show one and two. Yeah, you know, there's a, they're the classic anthology series. They're they're both, you know, people say Creep Show two is worse than the first one. I put them both as equal. Yeah, I mean, there's. I love the stories in part two. Yeah, and let's be honest. If you watch them back to back, you know they oh, almost man. they almost run into each other. Yeah, and I really enjoy Tom Savini as the creeper and the whole scene of him throwing the comics out of the truck and yeah, the whole thing with the man eating plant and stuff. I I think they both need to be watched as a double feature. Yeah, it it works as a double feature more so than watching them separately. Yeah. But yeah. Creepshow 1 obviously has the advantage, because there's more stories, but... Yeah. Anyways. Yep. So, yeah, this was a... Sure, we got a whole lot happening, but it did kick off our Stephen King month, and our next episode, man, is going to be uh, oh. gonna be intense, dude. Oh, yeah. For the people out there, I'd ex expect next week's episode to be... Uh, man, I plan on going in-depth with these It movies, man. Yeah. Like I said, it's one of my favorite movies. I'm hyped beyond belief for the new new one. Yep. So, I mean, when we record on Sunday, it'll be fresh on both of our minds. We both would have just seen it. So, yep. for the listeners out there, prepare to hear about it for, like, a long time that day. So, yeah, definitely. I'm not sure that's what people would want, you know? Yeah. Plans for yeah. next week is we'll go over the important news stuff, important releases, but... I want to focus next week's episode mostly on it. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. Like we'll do the news and do the important stuff, but 
I'm going to say that to you too. When you're watching the or OG, and then when you go to the theaters to watch the new one, like pay as close attention to details as possible. Yeah, because that's what I'm going to be doing. I want to. I want it to be like the review of it to end all reviews. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like you yeah. brought up that point in the trailer where his eyes turned yellow, and then when he saw the kid and like was looking at the kid, they turned blue. Yeah. Like I would have never noticed that if you wouldn't have pointed that out. So yeah, pay attention to like stuff like that. Yeah, definitely. But yeah, you'll link uh, the description for the contest and stuff that we got going in the video. Yeah, that'll all be down in the description below. So if you want to win a copy, uh, just um, come on over, follow the link. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. But anyways, this is Corey's Crypt. This is BDG Reviews. So keep your eyes peeled for the It Extravaganza next week. Yep. All right, guys. <laughs> peace. Peace.